Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is episode 31 and tonight we'll be talking about the ABD, SFL, Westfar, Croydon Municipal and the Southern Sunday. No guests this week, cock up by me um, this week. Sorry to DC Football that I couldn't get you on. Um, family emergency at the last minute um, ruined the uh, chances of an interview. Apologies, we will um, reschedule that for later on in the season. Jamie, first up this week, because it's due. it was due to be an OBD SFL guest, OBD SFL, open the show. Woohoo! Uh, not very much has happened um, this week or over the weekend to talk about, has it? Nah, pretty dull, pretty quiet. <laughs> uh, before we do get into the results, Gibbs, uh, you're welcome to jump in on this one. Oh, really? Uh, what do we think? Jump on in. I'm, I'm actually early, early this week, so uh, I might have a say. Get you involved, put your trunks on, jump in. What do we think about this Super League stuff, boys? I'm, I'm not going to mention any teams specifically or mention any uh, County Cup um, committee members or officers who may be involved. Uh, but what do we think of the whole idea of the Super League um, idea? It seems some people are saying, let them go. Um, we can get our, we'll get our Sunday League back, which to me is a little bit too strong for me as a, as a comment. Um, but what do we think of that as an idea? Is it is it wrong? Is, is it too elite? Is the Sunday League should Sunday League be football for all and the respect code of conduct and all that stuff? Should that be in our minds when we're when we're thinking about Sunday League football? Um, I think there's quite a few angles that you can look at it um, from a personal <coughs> point of view. It, in my club, it doesn't really make much difference to us where we are. If these teams go and form a new league somewhere and do what they want to do. By all means, carry on. It makes no difference to us. Um, the other teams that play against them, we can make out in their league may feel differently. They may feel that maybe the the competition's being diluted a little bit and removed from them, which is fair enough. I can see that point. Um, I think the way, in principle, I don't think it's a bad thing, but I think the way it's been outed, handled, communicated, whatever, or the whole process that's gone behind it, I think is what's wrong. Um, I don't think it should be elitist. I think if you are going to make your own competition, you should at least have some sort of application process. Um, but if it comes down to money, then the, there'll be the usual names that will appear, I suggest, at the top of the letterhead. So yep. um, <clears throat> I don't know if it'll grow legs or not. It, it, it could well do. And if it does, good luck to whoever's involved. Um, I'll still be offering football to 16 lads every weekend. I'm sure Gibbs will as well. So yeah. from that perspective, not really any skin off my nose, but I can see why it might have put a few people's noses out of place. If it does go ahead and the uh, proposed team list that we've seen, uh, again, not going to mention any names because this could all be gossip, as I said on the so on the Twitter post. Seven teams going out of the senior division, um, reportedly. Um, <coughs> I mean, that means a restart, essentially, for the top two divisions of the OBD SFL. Bit of a rebuild, yeah, but you'll still have good teams in there. It'll still be a competitive... It won't be as high standard as what it's been the last few years. 
um, but it, it gives other people an opportunity who maybe haven't had it before. If you've got new teams emerging, I'm sure this, if it goes ahead, might not to be a, everyone's taste. So they might decide, no, it's not for me, and they might look to go elsewhere. So you never know what will happen. Um, seven teams is obviously a lot, seven out of ten, but you look at the teams that would stay behind, if that list is anything to go by, and certainly the, there's some good teams still in there, yeah. teams that you would look up to. Um, so from that perspective, I don't think it will be a disaster, um, and within a season or two, I think it would even itself out anyway. Gibbs? Um, yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons to it. Like Jamie said, um, lots of teams will still offer football. Um, I mean, the the Super League. I mean, you could see that it might shine a, a more of a light on Sunday League, um, and bring other teams into the equation in terms of, uh, you know, teams might want to manage their teams better, or it might other team other people might want to start up a club. Um, there's lots of lots of movement around it. I mean, there's lots of speculation and, and rumours that. No one actually knows for sure until until we uh, we do hear anything or anything is 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 confirmed. So it, it's hard to su- to to suggest or have a comment on it. But I mean, if it was, I'd I'd wondered how it would work. Like it does raise questions. Like if it's just this one Super League, um, if the teams at the bottom are not uh, obviously they're not challenging. Have they got anything to play for? Will their players still be motivated if there's no relegation? Um, again, we don't know how it works, but I mean, then you'll be got you probably have the same teams obviously in your cup because you'll only have one league as such. As, if that's how it's going to work, so you're playing the same team again, then them yeah. same teams will en- enter the nationals and the London Cup. Mm. And if they're pretty much majority of the best teams around London, you're pretty much going to be playing the same teams every week. So I kind of wonder how much legs there is in it um, to start with, or if you're looking to build a separate um, league as it were like um, and have a few divisions yeah. that, I mean and like I say until we all uh, none of us know any facts or anything so we can all speculate and have, an, have opinions but until anything's actually stated or um, we get some facts then I suppose it'd be a, li- a little bit more easier to maybe for people to digest and um, I wouldn't say though that we people like I see some comments that people say oh we get Sunday league football back or something like that because these teams that potentially that we've that have been rumored to join the the, the Super League um, or the Sunday Super League, uh, you got to remember what they've done for Sunday League as well, and the and the light that they've probably brought and shined on Sunday League and the exposure they've given it. So there's no there's no negatives negatives to it. So I would say it's just a, we'll see what happens. But do these teams <clears> then do they sort of stay? I know Sunday League is Sunday League, but hear me out. If we shout about ourselves as being good for grassroots football and then move away from the dog and duck teams and all that in, in the leagues they're in now. Can you then continue to say that or are you moving, you're elevating yourself away from the dog and ducks, the red lions and, and the, the, the pub teams and the mates teams in Sunday football. If you then go and create a super league, you're elevating yourself and rumoured to be 14 other clubs. You're saying well, we're better than that and we, we don't necessarily want to play with all you teams, we want to create our own thing. So then, can you continue to shout about what you're doing for grassroots football if you're moving yourself away from the from the bulk of it? Yeah, I mean, and that's a, a great point that uh, that you make there, and a different angle and a perspective of looking at it. I mean, would it be like playing like Saturday football on a Sunday? Do yeah, you know what I mean? And then so it would be a much it would be a very competitive league, and you'd say you wouldn't have the mates teams, you wouldn't have the like pub teams or or such. So 
that is a different angle there. What are you promoting grassroots? You're not promoting grassroots football there if you're basically taking Saturday players to play in a Sunday league on, on your own. So you couldn't, I suppose you couldn't let's say that you're you're doing great things for grassroots there. So there's all different angles and perspective to it. I mean, it's, it's a hard one to comment on. Isn't it? We're all going to have yeah. opinions. We don't know the, the full wins and outs of it at the moment either. Um, I just like being able to see some of these teams uh, that play their football on YouTube and that's their brand and all that stuff. I like seeing them coming up against... But even that, there's a, there's a scale. So if you look at AC Dons, for example, the, the best example, they're probably the, the premium, if you like, of the YouTube crop of teams. But then, I mean, there's four or five teams in my division alone that film the games. You've got Blasey, DC, Broccoli, um, I think it might be another one that film the games as, uh, as well. Gibbs, there's a lot of them in Westfield as well. So you're always going to have access to that kind of content. But I just I question the sustainability of it. And I don't like the term Super League. There's nothing super about it. It's just a different league. That If there might be money involved in it, great. But what happens when only one team can win that league? Yeah. What do the other nine, eight, nine teams, what do they do? Just, just hang around? If, if your Red Lion FC gets into this Super League, we, it's been coined Super League because of the Champions League the UEFA thing, the, the team's breaking away, so we're calling it the same as that, just for now, until we find out what's happening. But if there is a team that goes in, you're the, the 14th best team in that league. Are you going to fancy going and doing that again next season if you're getting tranced by all of these superstar teams who will strengthen and they'll gather more and more stronger players, more non-contract players will obviously then go and, and at the highest level then be involved in this if there's a bit of cash involved. If you're the team finishing bottom or 13th or 12th or 11th or 10th, are you going to fancy keep to keep playing in this no. when you could go back to your original league, your home league, and you're probably winning the, the top division when you're there? And you also, it removes the element of competition for the bottom if there's no relegation. Yeah. And that was the argument yeah. with, the, with the original Super League, wasn't it? There's no relegation, so the, the competition becomes really kind of stale. If you're not, there'll be that league happens. There'll be two or three teams challenging for the league with the other rest of them doing just playing exhibition games on YouTube every week. Uh, yeah, I think also it's, it's a player thing as well and a player's mindset because if you've got two or three at the top um, fighting for the title and there's no relegation and you're after eight or nine games, you've not picked up enough points. You know, basically, you're out of the the title running. You know that possibly you're probably going to have one cup, a league cup. And then you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself for maybe the Nationals or the London Cup. Is a player's mindset going to be, we have to have everyone there? And are people going to get out of bed? Are people going to be motivated for that? Or are they just going to think, you know what, I just I just want to go and play maybe for my mate's team or I want to go back and join a, a team in that league where there's potential to maybe win something or, yeah. or a, a cup final or... Do you know what I mean? A good day out because people don't get out of bed unless they're motivated for something. And if you've got nothing to play for, what what motivates you on a on a Sunday to to get out of bed and maybe potentially pay subs? Or if you don't pay subs and they can offer free football, great. But what motivates you to get out of your bed at half eight to get somewhere for half nine and then kick off for half ten? Do you know what I mean? And and potentially if you're playing Saturdays and Tuesdays, Saturday Tuesday, what motivates you to get out of bed on Sunday if you've got nothing to play for? And even if like. You're still playing in your own league setup. For example, I'll use Dons and Bickley for example. They've built a rivalry there now. They were never challenging each other for a title, and they, all right, they met in a cup final um, a few years ago. But that's that's a big rivalry, and they both sets of players got up for that game. If that's in a Super League where they've played each other and Dons are challenging, and, and say for example Bickley were struggling, that ain't gonna be a rivalry. No. It's just gonna be a dead rubber for one of them. 
Yeah. The, also, the thing about Sunday football is that it's a release from the Saturday, the pressures of chasing maybe some players play semi-professionally. They have, they need that money to survive and they pay it pays their bills, etc. If you go to a same sort of environment on a Sunday where it's a bit more high-pressured, um, it's all over YouTube, it's getting lots of attention and you can't just go and express yourself because it is that that above that normal level of expectations maybe that then changes the mentality of the of the semi-professional players who go and play with their mates on a Sunday they turn up and they'll be playing in this league and it's going to be I mean, not as enjoyable because it's 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 pressurised as I said at the start as far as I'm concerned if they want to go and do it go and do it it's up to them I don't really care but it may also be good at getting some egos and some silliness out of your leagues you see a lot of people on camera doing some very silly things we've seen nonsense on social media again this weekend if leagues could possibly move that on and get rid of some of that behaviour as well and keep teams with some good morals and good behaviour then even better so if you want to do it go and do it I don't give a fuck (laughs) I'd say the same you wish them all the best and and, um, yeah it'd be interesting to get a bit more information on it and um, know the standings or how it's going to work and text your mate he knows who, who's in charge your big mate in the county FA it's he not, knows he's not my part mate um, yeah I mean my closing comment on it I guess is I like seeing these big teams against the, the, the small teams in the normal pub teams and, and the mates teams I like seeing a mix so I'll be disappointed a different side of it though as well what, what we've not thought is there's a sh- well, not so much, in, I suppose, in Auckland and Bromley, but in Westford this season, there's been a massive shortage of refs. If there's another league... Um, oh, there may, this, this Maybe with the... Yeah, 100 quid a game. Yeah, like, four, there's, four, there'll be a four bit... Four officials on it, 100 quid a game. Yeah, like, they'll, they'll, okay, if, so let me ask you, as, a, as an official, right? You were offered, say, just say 60 quid, 100 quid, whatever, right? Do you want to go and ref every single weekend where every single decision you make has got two different sets of cameras on it? You know the answer to this question. I know it's rhetorical, but it's to make the listeners get involved, you know what I mean? Yeah. Are you going to want every decision you make scrutinised by two different opinions? No. Two different editors, 12 cameras? No. Exactly. That's the problem. So you, you, you've got no? maybe, is it going to be a knock-on effect for the other leagues that this so-called Super League could potentially take three officials for every game maybe even have the money to pay a bit more of a premium for refs so then it leaves maybe the rest of Sunday League short with a, a shortfall of refs so there is there's, there's upsides and downsides to it you've got to look at every aspect I think yeah I think you're right do you want to be travelling from Lee to Hammersmith do you want I mean, to be travelling if you live in Lee you'd want to travel anywhere surely <laughs> just to get, just to but, get out but do you want to be travelling these types of distances to the for Sunday league football, I don't know. And they would cater for it with later kickoffs and that, I'm sure. But um, we'll see what happens. Watch this space. Yeah. Watch this space. Um, disappointing news for me personally. But as you say, every, every team is entitled to do their own thing uh, and and uh, increase their their Sunday league enjoyment if that's what they want to do. For me, I like it that it's football for all. And that's the closing comment on that one. Thank you, Jamie. Let's get back to the OBD SFL. Oh, yeah, Results. there were some games just... Yeah, there was some football to talk about. In the senior division, uh, three games yesterday. Bickley winning 3-0 against Farnborough Old Boys Guild. Um, they've been able to... They've been unable, the Farnborough Boys, to bounce back from the win against SE Dons. Uh, FC Bickley pushed themselves up to fourth place uh, in the senior um, division. Now, having a great season, uh, Pano and all the boys, Joe Plant and all the lads at Bickley, having a great um, season... Uh, well done, boys. Exceeding expectations this season. Just goes to show um, f- three or four additions 
uh, from Lyingston have really uh, bolstered uh, Bickley's uh, experienced heads already this season. Uh, and they're having a good one. Well done, boys. Um, feel sorry for Vince and the lads. No bounce um, post Essie Dons. Essie uh, Dons win 1-0 against the tricky Rocker Seniors. That could have been a banana skin for Dons. Uh, scraping the um, 11 players together uh, last week against Lambeth or the week before against Lambeth. This week, uh, they get another win. Uh, 1-0 to the Dons. They don't lose to Peckham, they say. Um, they didn't this week. Rocker Seniors, as I've seen in recent weeks, a real sturdy opposition uh jamie a tough team to play against lost to bickley in the week in the cup in extra time one of the gormans coming on and scoring in extra time rolling back the years at beckenham town um jamie essie don's getting the wins getting them regularly again now that was a blip it seems against farnborough um but yeah, a good that goes. That's a real good one 0 win uh, for the Dons. It's one of the ones where if you do end up winning the title, you look back on it and think they, those three points are absolutely massive. Um, given that they, they had that loss to Farnborough, seem to have steadied themselves. Like it was out last week against Lambeth, who you just seem to have complete dominance over. Um, I'm sure their social media they were putting out some stats as well saying that. Um, and then I followed it up with a fantastic one against Rocker who as you you saw them last week didn't you and they beat Kenningwell yeah. with ten men so no mugs. Um so yeah that's an excellent one they'll win that. Uh the Bickley game, sorry I didn't include you in the chat on that one. Uh we saw it as potentially a clash of styles. Uh that game that we think both teams play used to play in a similar way. Uh, but Bickley getting free against a stubborn uh, farm, but they may be the, t- the most stubborn team um, to get relegated from the senior division. They'll be gutted if that happens. But yeah, what did you think of the Bickley result? Well, there might not be any relegation if things oh, no. transfer. Um, I think Bickley just look like they're enjoying themselves, didn't they? Yeah, and it's great to see um, the old the old boys and the the kind of they got that kick up the arse with the the new fresh faces coming in for Longstone, and it's worked wonders for them. Um, but yeah, some of the results I've picked up have been excellent, but they just look like everything's going really well for them, going into a crucial part of the season. Uh, the Wall and Kenningwell was the last game in the senior. Uh, the Wall looking to get amongst that top four pack, uh, and Kenningwell looking over their shoulder at relegation, uh, the relegation zone. Uh, anyway, uh, a one-all draw not really helping either team, Jamie. Not really, no. I think yeah, the Wall probably slightly better placed than Kenningwell, but. Yeah, I think what might work in Kenningwell's favour is just the teams below them just can't seem to get any consistency going. Yeah. Um, so that might just be their saving grace. But by their standards, a very poor season. But um, I've, I'm pretty sure they'll have a big summer and, and that'll be changed next year. Um, but yeah, a draw, I probably would have predicted that, to be honest. I think yeah. if they'd selected yeah. that. Uh, in the Prem Division, uh, FC Elmstead's impressive run of form comes to a, a halt. It was absolutely... <laughs> They've uh, slammed the handbrake on and, and uh, crashed the car. They lost 2-1 to LSC Giants, who have had a good couple of weeks with a big win against Beckenham Rovers last week, Jamie, and beaten um, a good Elmstead, who um, are through to a cup semi-final, I want to say. Uh, the Paul Picard Cup semi-final. Um, yeah, LSC fighting for their lives. They are, and it's good to see them picking up some results. Obviously, they've had a tricky, tricky time during the season. Um, so yeah, I'm pleased for them that they're getting some done, and that's an excellent result given the the unbeaten run that Elmstead were on. It's a fantastic win that. Uh, Beckenham Rovers unable to capitalise on a great win against Hacienda, a one nil win for the Beckenham Rovers boys uh, against 
Paciendo seem to be in absolute freefall. They can't buy a win at the moment. They're tumbling uh, down the table. Beckham Rovers not gained any ground on LSC Giants after that uh, after this win. Jamie, what a win for Beckham, but that's that's not helped him in any way. No, but uh, yeah, I mean, great win for them. But I just, I just, I can't think of a bigger U-turn in form than Hacienda. Maybe Benhurst, but. Given that Hacienda were flying at the start of the season, smashing teams in the top, and I know they lost points with Thames midfield, but I think a lot of teams did. Um, yeah, just don't know what's going on there, but they'll, they'll still finish comfortably in that division. They've got points on the board, um, but yeah, they'll need to address that because if they want to do things next season, they'll need to be a lot more consistent across the whole season, not just have a half a season. Agreed. Uh, Ground has so, welcomed <coughs> MSL to Sydenham Sports on Sunday and MSL beat them 2-1 Denton uh, the promotion hopes of Groundhoppers they've got ground now to make up on Sports King and Saha Saha not playing yesterday in the league but Sports King did and they beat South London Panthers 1-0 uh, seen on the uh, Sports King social media they were full of praise for South London Panthers uh, stern opposition tough game for Sports King but they just seem to be in the middle of um, a real sort of winning habit Similar to the Don's result, really, in it. Yeah. A tricky opponent who have been doing pretty well and got some good results. And um, yeah, they got themselves over the line. I think South London Panthers are a funny one because they seem to pick up results and then the next week they're struggling for players. And I, I think they're a team who, I'm sure uh, Matt won't mind me saying this, but if they could get consistently a team. Uh, oh, he'll be saying that. He'll oh, be. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah probably <laughs> it. But like, I think they could really do something next year. I think yeah. they can get consistency going. I know it's a bit, yeah fucking obvious thing to say but I think they can be wanting to watch next season for sure absolutely Matt will be crying out for some consistency next season and then we really hope uh, that there is a next season for South London Panthers because we've seen on social media so many times Matt saying you know uh, we nearly called it a day and everyone saying you don't don't call it a day don't call yeah. it a day Matt whatever you do he's on to something with some good young players there and just needs to get that consistent uh, 16 players into the squad. They will they will do something next season. That is, uh, There's no two ways about it. Uh, in Division 1, Club Langley's promotion uh, fight continues uh, with a 2-1 win against ex-Blues Craven. They don't want the promotion, but they're going to get it by the looks of it. <laughs> uh, having a fantastic season. Uh, well done to all the boys at uh, Club Langley. Some old heads down there doing the business, which is really good to see. Um, FC Kawilia lose 3-1 to West Wickham. Uh, Hatch and Moyles win 3-1 against Bexley United and LIC and Sydney Sports share a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Uh, Jamie, West Wickham, Hatch and Moyles uh, and Club Langley, probably the two, the three most consistent teams in Division 1. Sydney Sports get these strange sort of results that you don't expect them to get uh, and Kawuya just seem to be a bit up and down as well, don't they? They do. Um, yeah, I think <clears throat> probably would have expected West Wickham and Hatcham Royals both to win, but I'm probably Langley at home because the ex-players haven't been great recently. Um, probably surprised that Sullock, eh, Sullock, sorry, Sydenham, uh, been held to a draw, but it's a good good result for the LIC. It doesn't really help them in the table, but it's a good point against a good side. Um, so yeah, that, I think that we were saying earlier that division earlier this season that that division is very kind of up and down, but it seems to be getting a bit more settled, a bit more consistent. Yeah. Um, so it looks like it's take, it's taking shape nicely for the run in. Um, but yeah, I don't count it, any of the teams out like Bexley, for example, who have been in good form. We thought Hatch and Rose might just nick it 
going by the predictions last week and they did. Um, but yeah, Langley, if, if they don't want that promotion, then they need to start throwing some games, I think. <laughs> uh, fair play to the club, Langley. As I say, it's, it's all the uh, the old faces that you recognise from over the years there. They're just having a real uh, renaissance, which is nice to see. Uh, Sydney Sports uh, losing ground in that promotion race. Uh, good luck to everyone for the rest of the season there. And Div 2, uh, Broccoli beaten 3-2 by a resurgent LSU Lions. Um, they've been in great form over they the last have, six yeah. weeks. They have. Um, obviously, we've got a little bit of info for the Cell Club, don't we, on the, their recent uh, results. But a team that were, yeah, just kind of sitting, struggling at the bottom a little bit. But they've picked up maybe four or five really good results. And they're beating teams around them as well, which is key, yep. as well as yep. the teams uh, near the top. So they've obviously got quality. Um, so I think yeah they've done enough really to get themselves safe and they can probably start looking towards next season now I think absolutely uh, two more games in Div 2 uh, Alpington and Blase Ballers drew 2 all uh, which is just proving no one wants to win this division we've been speaking in the Selk 11 we've got quite a few players from Division 2 sides Chris McGinty uh, Brenton Amadee from LSU Lions uh, and Jamie and it just seems that uh, and Arge, obviously, no one wants to win this league. There's the, the teams at the top keep slipping up. Alpington uh, getting a good draw against Blase Ballers, but Chislehurst beating Phoenix Sports 2. They're one of the teams that dropped off the hardest, haven't they? Phoenix, Phoenix Sports really struggling. Yeah, that's a few defeats on the bounce now for them. But it's, it's so strange because it wasn't that long ago they beat New Beckham heavily. I think it was at five they, they put past them. So I don't know what's happened there, um, but yeah, it's a bit topsy-turvy now with Chiselhurst, LSU, picking up good results. Um, Broccoli have been doing all right up until that defeat yesterday. Um, DC picked up some results and obviously we got a win or two as well. So, um, and Oppington, who hadn't lost for God knows how long, we beat them and then I think they went on another, another kind of good run. So, Yes, you still got Westerham and stuff in there as well, who obviously yeah. aren't playing for for the reason. So it's a good division to be involved in, but um, yeah, who who win it? Nobody knows. I don't Nobody know. knows, and that's the way we like it going into uh, the proper business end. Six, seven weeks left, eight weeks left of the season now. Um, it's going to be a real good run in Division Two again. It's going to be a good one. Division Three, Crayford Arrows Two, Hayden Youth Reserves One. A good win for Crayford Arrows. Uh, Ellis nil Tudor Sports Rangers won a good win for Tudor Sports Rangers that double jump hasn't looked uh, very good for them this season but that's a good win against Ellis Athletic Jamie whose form has improved and they have looked the part for promotion so Tudor Sports will be pleased with that yeah very surprised um, and I did tip it for uh, on the result of the week poll um, did not see that coming Ellis chasing promotion doing really well Tudor had picked up a few good results but it was against the, the bottom teams um, so yeah that's an excellent result for them so worth noting well done to Tudor uh, Old Langlians win 4-1 against FC Deptford after a recent bounce uh, Deptford unable uh, to put the results together Old Langlians benefit from um, the 4-1 win well done boys uh, a fight at the top of the table or two teams we expect to be at the top of the table come the end of the season Woosh played Hatch and Beckenham Manor Woosh losing 3-0 uh, a big result for John and the boys good enough to get them on the poll, which uh, Jamie's poll, which they haven't been on for quite a it's while. It's not They're, a very big poll. John <laughs> saying that he enjoyed being on it uh, on Twitter last night. <laughs> not many um, do. But these are the results that Hatch and Beckham and need to get against title rivals that will get them. Yeah, I in mean, that be, shot. beating a title rival final away from home is always worth a shot, no matter how good you are. 
Um, but given that they had had a few kind of dodgy results and it looked like maybe the amount of games were catching up on them, yeah. Um, to yeah, to go and get that result yesterday, it was definitely one that was was going to get mentioned. Probably puts Woosh a little bit um, behind in the title challenge now. Um, some other teams uh, still up there and doing well, so Woosh have got a lot of work to do, lots of games to play though. Uh, the Warren beat Be uh, Belmont Athletic four one in Division Three. Uh, to, to top off a good Sunday for them. Not not having an amazing season, the Warren. So they'd have enjoyed that against a, a tricky side in uh, Belmont Athletic. Well done to them. Uh, and Div 4, Les Christchurch, lose 5-1 to East Wickham Wanderers. Um, they'll be looking forward to Division 5 next season, Lesser. They might uh, even go to 6. <laughs> Maybe they'll get in the Super League. Maybe. Uh, AFC Wilgar 4, FC United of Bromley nil. Wilgar, we expect them to be uh, well involved in this title fight. No, we don't want an ice cream on the Silk Grassroots shed. It's a garage today. Uh, Broccoli Reserves win 2-0 against Hawksbrook Wanderers. Uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves, brilliant season continues. Uh, they was able to capitalise on a good win last week against Crayway, their title rivals. They beat SMCA 1-0. It's only about the wins now for Crayford Arrows Reserves. They're having a good time of it. Uh, Jamie Crayway welcomed Ministry of Ball. Uh, to their home ground yesterday and got a 3-2 win bouncing back against the ball um, Freak Crayway with a 3-2 win it's important to get that first win after losing to title rivals and get that momentum going again 100% it's a, it's a really good result for Crayway against a good side um, to get themselves back on track and it looks like they're going to fight it out all the way to the end so um, yeah good result for Crayford Arrows just SMCA not been too bad this year either so both title contenders getting good wins um, just keeps them kind of fighting nicely at the top there. So I hope they still play each other again. I don't think they do though. No. Um, I'll need to check that. But yeah, may the best team win because that's going to be a really good fight to the end. Yeah, Div Four again, a uh, good one, uh, good battle. Like Div uh, Two. In Milne and Phoenix Sports Four drew one all. Uh, Phoenix Sports Four falling off of their title. Uh, chase, but I think they do have lots of games in hand. I'm, I might, I might be wrong, of course. I have been before on the Silk Grassroots podcast. Um, Division five, Benhurst win two one against Bexley Athletic. More like it, they must be it's listening. Like Scraped to win against uh, Bexley Athletic. Um, Benhurst um, had a good season, though. much improved from from uh, previous years. So well done, lads. Progression is key. Uh, Kingsdale draw one all against Shortland Spitfires, uh, reverting to. Uh, type Kingsdale, uh, Phoenix, uh, Petswood Roadrunners win 2-1 against Alpington Colts. Anthony Colts. They signed Nick Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> that explains uh, it then. Petswood. Uh, that, was, that went against the form. Alpington Colts. Yeah, Roadrunners, I'm sure I called them absolute shit a few weeks ago. So. They're, not, they're not great. They've uh, responded. An off, an off day for the Colts. Um, come on, the Colts. Get back to winning ways. Is Nick uh, Pitt actually there now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, in Division 5, SE Ballers lose 5 0, funnily enough, to <coughs> Hayes and Pickers. Oh, they're, they're listening as well, aren't they? We give them some stick for only winning 2 0 and have yeah. <laughs> ramped it back up to 5. The most wins, the most 5 0 wins in OBD SFL history must go to Hayes and Pickers. Uh, do you know what? I'm off work this week, I might look that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and the big game in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup for uh, OBD SFL teams this week, Hatcham visited Market Hotel and lost 3-2. Um, extremely unsavoury scenes shared on social media. Um, Hatcham player 
being um, struck by um, a a random uh, spectator. Apparently he was from the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> uh, a scouting mission on his causing rivals. a massive um, confrontation between all sorts of people. Uh, Market Hotel saying that they will back any um, investigation uh, towards Hat- in in Hatcham's um, aid. Uh, Hatcham obviously feel aggrieved, um, unsavoury. Jamie, we don't need it in Sunday football. No, it was it was horrible to see, and it's, it's strange that how one neutral, shall we say, person is obviously acted irresponsibly but then there's about 60 people in the middle of a football pitch scrapping so yeah. Um, yeah escalated very quickly but I think there's there's more than one party in there who will need to claim innocence I think if, one guy you've started that but I don't think he's throwing other people's fists for them so no. hopefully it can be sorted we don't like to see that but Market Hotel go through to play I believe, I believe another team against uh, from Ashford, from the Ashford area, who beat Rocker, I think, uh, the other week. So Hatcham, unfortunately, crash out. Disappointing that Hatcham couldn't make the final. Um, yeah, and they're, they're playing catch-up in the senior division now as well. So uh, it's gone from an excellent season to them. Uh, they need to beat SE Dons now to save their, save their season in the ABDSFL. Jamie, thank you for that, and I'll see you on the other side. Cheers. So, to the Southern Sunday we go. As I went yesterday, uh, my first uh, my first venture into deepest, darkest Dulwich. It was rather <laughs> lovely, I must say. Some of the houses I drove past on the way uh, were really nice. Uh, Graham and the Southern Sunday chat is back. Graham, uh, an unlucky day for Sutton United yesterday at Wembley, uh, but another good day for the Southern Sunday League. Uh, nice to speak to you again. Yeah, hello, Andrew. I uh, hope you're well and uh, I hope you enjoyed your uh, SSFL debut this weekend. Um, yeah, no, I was at, I, I did a game yesterday morning, then hot-footed it up to uh, up to Wembley. Oh, my goodness me, they were close there. They were close. Just a bit more nous and a bit more game management in those seven minutes added on. I think they'd have held on and they'd have done it. But yeah, once Rotherham get that goal just a minute or two before the end, it oh, the, the, you could just see the energies just go out of the players' legs and the body language changes and really they didn't have much uh, chance in extra time. But, you know, they've beaten some good teams to get there. First time for Wembley for 41 years. What they've yep. done for the town is absolutely brilliant. Obviously, I live about a mile from the stadium. Um, they've been brilliant what they've done as a debut in their uh, debut season in the EFL. So hopefully... They can shrug it down and get into the playoffs. And you never know, they might be back at Wembley in a playoff final. And meteoric-wise, for a club, there will be bumps in the road. And obviously, yesterday is a bump in the road. But where you look at where they've come from over the last few years, to be pushing or knocking on the door for League One uh, promotion via the playoffs, by the looks of it, uh, you've got to take these knocks as you go. Um, We know, as I said yesterday in my tweet that I usually do uh, about game day, that um, sadly, finals are for winning. They're not really. It's not really about taking part. Sadly, yeah. and um, finals are for winning, and they're tough. It's tough to lose a final. Very tough. Um, but they got there. They, the fans have had a lovely day out at Wembley. Memories made. Uh, and as as you say, if you look at Sutton as a as a whole piece over the last five years, what a fantastic state that club uh, is now in. Uh, so that's testament to um, everyone at Sutton for doing a brilliant job. 
Um, here, here. Well said, Andrew. Well said. I mean, long gone are the days when I watched Sutton as a kid playing Carl Short and Athletic on Boxing Day and New Year's Day in the old uh, the old Dismian League. It's, well, it obviously, it's the Dismian Ryman League or whatever uh, in the Premier. You know, you used to get those Boxing Day New Year fixtures. Used to be brilliant. Yeah. My goodness me, Carl Short and Sutton are in clubs of their worlds apart now. Yeah. So well done to everyone. Let's get into the Southern Sunday stuff. Uh, the reason you're all listening. Uh, just to let you all know, you will have the Marcus Lipton semi-final cup draw at the end uh, of the uh, res- uh, results of the week. Um, the prediction section, uh, the second part. So please listen in to um, our analysis of yesterday's results and then tune in to the next part with Graham uh, for the Marcus Lipton semi-final draw and final draw. I guess that all important. Yeah, we always like, everyone always asks, have we got the home dressing room? It's a big question. <laughs> I know it makes all the difference. Uh, all the finals, all, all the finals at the Metropolitan Police. So we announced. Season. So that was the breaking news last night. So we've announced out of the seven finals, five will be over at Imbercourt at Met Police. We don't know about the Marcus Lipton and the Ken Bailey yet. We're still waiting. We've got uh, semi quarter final and a semi final for the Ken Bailey, and obviously we've still got one quarter final and the semi finals for the Marcus Lipton. So watch this space on those two. That will be announced in due course. But nonetheless, that was the breaking news on Sunday evening, and we are absolutely thrilled to have secured that venue. It is a top, top notch venue with a brilliant, brilliant pitch. So very excited to be going over there. Nice one. Well done to everyone at the Southern Sunday. Right. So the results for Sunday, the 3rd of April uh, in the Prem. Uh, Wimbledon Town with an excellent win, much yeah. needed for them. Uh, 5-3 win against Parklife, uh, their first team, obviously. Uh, just easing those worries and no need to look over their shoulder quite so, quite so intently um, after a big win like that, Graham. And Albion, rock bottom. Uh, bad news on their social media yesterday. They do not seem happy there. They lose 5-0 to Clapham Rovers yesterday. That was my game, my first game in the Southern Sunday. Um, and it was a tough day for Albion. Uh, just a bare 11. Um, uh, they did name a sub, but it didn't turn up until um, an hour in. Uh, Clapham Rovers naming one sub, and have to say. Um, a strong 10 minutes for Albion at the beginning, but after that, Clapham Rovers really went forward um, at will. They'll, be, they'll probably be uh, looking at how wasteful they maybe were. They got a penalty uh, in the first half. Um, slotted away a yellow card for um, the Albion player no complaints uh, genuine attempt for the ball so no red card um, which would have been absolutely terrible for Albion what a debut <laughs> that would have been yeah. <laughs> we would have not been giving you any more games <laughs> a genuine attempt for the ball so only a yellow card uh, but yeah Clapham uh, nice sets nice sets of guys um, I must say yesterday really enjoyed it it was a ni- it was quite nice weather yesterday the pitch didn't help two teams who did want to try and play football. Um, the pitch didn't help. It was bobbly and dry. Um, but yeah, 5-0 to Clapham Rovers. Rovers, well good for the win. Uh, well done, lads. Uh, both of those results, Graham, that just leaves Albion almost dead and buried and stranded at the bottom. It looks like championship football um, is, is ahead for them. Yeah, I mean, as you say, Wimbledon with one game to go and not going to have to look over their shoulders too much more now. Um, it's it's kind of in it back in their hands. Um, Albion with just the two wins in 13, three games to go. I think they're going to have to win all three games. And that's just a very, very tough ask. A really, really tough ask. Um, 
it says a lot, doesn't it, Andrew? I mean, I, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes there, but if they've only got 11 that's turned up on the one sub, then doesn't come till after an hour. It, it feels like to me that sort of people are not necessarily on board and people are staying away and they just don't have the numbers. And I think if you haven't got people even turning up and, you know, you can't get that bit right kind of during the week, uh, it might suggest that, um, you know, They've, they've kind of accepted their fate. And, you know, I saw the tweet and I thought it was quite sad, you know, yeah, last night. I, that I thought it was a bit of a sad end, really, to the day that with three games to go, it's like the fight had kind of gone and they'd thrown the towel in. I what's, hope that isn't the case. What's most sad is that a club with that much history as yeah. Albion, 50 plus years yeah. of history, have you seen, you've seen clubs come and go. We've seen fly-by-night clubs that get together and fold before the end of their first season. Uh, but a club like Albion, um, seemingly run by really good guys, and yeah, they're and terrific. Long... They're brilliantly run, Andrew. They're 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 a fantastic, fantastic club, and all the pre-match stuff, yeah, the brief, and all the emails and stuff. They've clearly got a number of people, a yeah. committee. They're doing the business for Albion. It just seems perhaps that they can't attract the players because of the league position. It's tough for them. Um, but you think these teams with 50 plus years experience um, history, we've got the likes of Albion in the Southern Sunday, Kenningwell United in, in the Alpington and Bromley, 50 plus years worth of people. Um, but do players look at that, Andrew? I think they don't. I don't think, I don't they, think they, do they appreciate anymore. They just look at the table and think, well, potentially I'm going into a losing team. You know, they're yeah. going to get relegated. I don't want to be part of it. But I bet you any money, if Albion do end up playing championship football next season and they're in the top two or three and they're up there with a chance, I bet they won't be struggling to get a team out then. We're living in a world where we're talking about Sunday leagues, Super Leagues and things like that. And of oh, all rel- don't. Let's of not all even re- go there. Of all relatively new clubs that are entering this, uh, whereas I look at the teams like Spring Hill United in Westfar, yeah. I look at the likes of Kenningwell United in Yelpington and Bromley and the likes of Albion as clubs with proper history, proper roots. They've got black and white pictures of their teams in in someone's loft yeah, um, gathering dust and they're the good clubs. And um, I'm not saying that any other club isn't a good club, but they're the clubs that have stood the test of time. You know, we've, we've got the Mondials and the AFC Putneys and the Brixton Towns have been around for 25 years and the Wandsworth mm. Warriors and the Mondials of this world. You know, they've been around these teams a really, a really long time. Westminster since sort of the, the, the um, 1999, sort of nearly 25 years there as well. There is longevity, longevity to these clubs and we do want yeah. to see them survive it is it is sad you know we're not patronizing you Albion by any stretch of the imagination it's in the interest of everybody in the southern Sunday League to have a strong yeah. thriving good Albion side absolutely being you, our longest serving club you just made me gasp when you said a team formed in the 90s was old but it is well it is really yeah no you made me feel very old then that's all well I was gonna say you'd <laughs> you'd have been a um you'd have been a wee lad at the time wouldn't you Andrew no uh, seven. I was seven in 1990. I remember the turn of that decade thinking, what a brave new world we're entering now, <laughs> the 90s. Yeah. And then Very everyone good. worried about their computers and everything blowing up in 2000. Oh, yes. The old um, <laughs> millennium the, the new virus. millennium. Millennium virus or whatever it was. It was, it was. I remember Millennium it well. bug. Millennium That's bug. The one. We digress. We digress again. Uh, but good people- for Wimbledon, just on that. We should give a shout to Wimbledon. Yeah. That's a very good win. Parklife have had a really, really solid season. I think that probably ends their hopes of, of kind of um, trying to secure the title. 
Um, and from a Wimbledon perspective, you know, if they can win their last game, they might even finish comfortably in mid-table, which after the season that they've had, they've had a bit of a nightmare by their own standards. I think they'll be grateful for that, to be honest. I think so. Ballam, uh, still in the running for me. Swag, lots of football to catch up. If oh. they can win their games in hand, I mean, they've drawn more than they've won of their league game swag. So who knows yep. what's going to happen to them this season? Uh, but it looks to me like Putney in the driver's seat. Well, no spoilers on swag, but the only thing I would say is it's only league games from um, here on now. So they've got a clear free pathway. They know what they need to do in the next yeah. sort of six or seven weeks. Yeah, it needs to be head down and concentrating for swag if they want to make a make a, a note in that uh, top, that top two, because uh, they've got a hell of a lot of work to do. Uh, into the Tony Eldridge Championship. They say, how does this podcast last four and a half hours? That's why. Because me, yes. and Graham, me and Graham divert for half an hour and talk about other things. I wouldn't have it any other way. I hope the listeners wouldn't either. I could do this for four hours just for this section alone. <laughs> the Tony Eldridge Championship. Batsy Dogs won. West Norwood won. Uh, that's the dogs uh, in the doghouse. That's the dogs in the doghouse. Yeah, absolutely. That's They're the finished. dogs down. They're down. The dogs have been put down They're in down. Battersea. Yeah, yeah. With, you stole my line, damn it. Along with thousands of others of poor dogs that end up there. Um, yeah, uh, West Norwood did the job against South uh, London Giants the other week. Um, after their 44k walk, some of the, the gaffer anyway, Ryan King, I wanted to give him a shout out on that. It's a fantastic thing to do. Yeah. Um, a brilliant job that he's doing for charity with the daily, the 44 things in 44 days and on Saturday, him and a, a group of his mates or teammates or club mates decided to walk 44 kilometers through London. Um, which is an amazing thing to do. And you know, I think you've you've given him a shout out. I know he, he ruffles feathers and all that stuff, but you have given him a shout out before for his charity, um, his charity work. And he does seem to really take that seriously. So we must give him a, a quick shout out. I totally agree. And we'll give him a virtual pat on the back. Yeah, well done, mate. Uh, a big result in this um, champion, in the Tony Eldridge Championship, which froze the promotion <laughs> championship race wide open just as they got themselves in the drive, in the sort of, in the runners-up space uh, driving seat, Wheat Chief's fantastic uh, form continues, upsetting Bath Old Boys United, Graham, with a 5-3 win to Wheat Chief. Um, Lazio cheering, I imagine, from their, from their uh, local pub, wherever they were together yesterday uh, at that one. This has almost become the division that no one wants the runners-up spot. So Lazio <laughs> had their chance to take it. Uh, blew it. Bath obviously had a chance to cement that place yesterday and yep. blown it. And now all of a sudden sat there in fifth place is Cosmos United with games in hand. We ruled, ruled them out and now we can absolutely rule them back in. So yeah, uh, Lazio's last game is against Cosmos. So it could be a winner takes all game. I mean that's unbelievable how that's uh, panned out and Actually, just looking at it from a Wheat Chief perspective, his turn of form in this year, this calendar year, has been absolutely brilliant. Had they shown that form at the beginning half of the season mm. and he'd have got maybe two more wins, they'd be in second place. They'd be in the Premier Division next season. They just needed another month. This run, I reckon a month earlier that they started this excellent run and they'd be, you'd, you'd, you're right, they'll be talking about the Prem, the prem Division this season, uh, for next season. Uh, looking at that, Con Sporting Continental won it. Uh, Lazio, 13, 13 games played with 23 points. Uh, Wheatsheaf finished now their season, 14 played 
23 points. They can't finish any higher uh, than third now. Bath Old Boys, 13 games played, 21 points. They can get to 24. So they're going to need Lazio to lose and, and a win. But the loss puts gives Cosmos in fifth. They've got 16 points from 11. So they've got three more games to play. That puts them on 25 points. Lazio need two points from their last game. To guarantee their last game promotion. is against Cosmos, so they're going to have possibly be in a situation where they're going to have to beat them. So it's must win for Lazio this this next the game against Cosmos. Uh, well done to Wheat Chief. I think they deserve a little shout out. Bath Old Boys too. Um, they can kept still, it interesting, haven't they? They have. It's it's been a good division this one. Um, the battle at the at the bottom uh, really um, it was it was never gonna never gonna happen for Batsy Dogs. They had a good. I think they beat. Uh, they beat West Norwood earlier in the season in the cup, I think, in the league. I'm not sure. Well, they beat Wheatsheaf, didn't they, last month? They drubbed Wheatsheaf 6-1. I mean, That's looking right. at that now, how did that result happen? Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, well done to uh, Wheatsheaf on that win yesterday. Bath, old boys will be gutted. Lazio, the benefactors from that. What a big game. We know Cosmos United can can uh, claw a result out when they need one. We've seen some good wins in the cup. Um well, what a game. Love to be the ref on that one. Uh, in the Bob Dixon League 1, Val County 1, Barking Mad 1, uh, Brixton Town 1, Junction Elite 2. Junction Elite scraping past uh, Brixton Town. Uh, what They have took their foot off the pedal. They seem to... Uh, uh, win's a win. That's all they need now. But um, they have taken their eyes off the prize a little bit, Graham. Yeah, that whole kind of unstoppable... Since that interview with Aaron, right at the... <laughs> Since yeah. the Selk curse has hit Junction Elite because of his interview, and he said they just don't take it seriously. Don't it's, say that because AFC Poplar Rovers won't then come on. It's become well, they've won it, they're promoted, they won't mind. No, they want to win the league, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a big result for uh Junction Elite. They needed that. Um Wimbledon Common is still top. Uh with 29 from fifth from 15, Junction Elite second. 28 from 10. I mean, they are in the driving seat. Massively uh, with the games in hand. Massively, massively, massively. Uh, and Val County and um, Val County, sorry, and Barking Mad. Uh, Val County. That was a point. That was two points dropped from a Val County perspective. You know, fair play to Barking Mad for getting the point. But uh, Val County, I think, needed that. Those two points dropped might just have just ruled them out of it, possibly. Um you know, they're probably, I think, going to have to win maybe all four of their last games. Um, I'd say that it's now between elite look definite favourites to go and win the division with the games in hand. Um, and then it's between commoners and Ravens who come second. That's that's just how it looks to me on the face of it. Yeah, Barking Mad com, uh, confirmed as safe after uh, that point yesterday. They can't they can't go into the relegation zone at all. Uh, they finished their season yesterday. Barking Mad too. They've played their 18 games. Uh Looking Which is great it. to see. Well done to Barking Mad and to all the other clubs that have completed your fixtures. Everyone I just keep ticking off fixtures completed <laughs> is music to my ears and we get nearer to the prize of that fully completed season that we all so desire. Yeah, we wanted it. We wanted it for this season and hopefully uh, that continues. Um, in League Two, Sporting Crabs lose 2-0 to Real Dundonald. Uh, Q Antigua firsts slip to a heavy defeat against the talented um, AFC South London, 6-2 to the South Londoners. Uh, a great result. Uh, Atletico Buble draw four all with Norton. They continue to get the results uh, they need. And to be honest with you, Graham, 
uh, I think Norton are, Norton look dead and buried, and they they're going to be they're in mid season uh, mid table mediocrity for the rest of the year, and they couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, no, they've done well actually. They've had a good. Um, in fact, they had a bit of a positive start, and then it all it all went to Pete Tong, I think they say. Uh, but yeah, they'll be happy after the after the, the first half of the season um, to finish comfortably in in mid table. They'll be more than happy with that. And the big game in League Two yesterday, just save that till last. Wimbledon Wolves, fantastic run of form comes to an end uh, in serious style uh, by Sellers. 4 0 Sellers, see off uh, Wimbledon Wolves, who have been a real standout team this season in the Southern Sunday as a whole. But Sellers uh, put them to the sword, doing the job. Uh, and is that the championship sorted now for um, the title sorted now for Sellers? Yeah, no, I did that game yesterday and uh, I presented them with a trophy after the game. So, um, yep, they have the uh, cup in their hands. Um, I was a bit surprised yesterday, I have to say. Um, it's not a criticism of either team at all, but there was a distinct lack of intensity about that game yesterday. I thought it would be a bit more played at a bit of a quicker pace and I think there was going to be a bit more of a... Just it being a bit more competitive and it... I don't want to call it a damp squib, but it didn't really live up to my expectation. I was surprised. And, and there's probably a couple of reasons behind it. Sellhurst are a well-oiled machine. I think that's first and foremost. You know, they're out there early. They're warming up and they're really committed. They all know each other's jobs and they've got an abundance of, of quality. I have to give a shout to Mr. Lansley, who came off the bench yesterday. And, well, he put in a masterclass for, I think, about the last 20, 25 minutes. He was brilliant. Um, from Wimbledon's perspective, you know, not to make any any excuses on their behalf. I know that they were two or three players missing. Um, players, you know, got injuries, particularly to the centre-back um, as well, um, during the game, and they struggled. So, yeah, 4-0 was definitely an accurate and a fair reflection of the, of the game. Um, but you can see, Andrew, why Wimbledon are a really good side and why they're having a really good run in the Lipton Cup. If they can get their players back fit and they are going to need them, they're a formidable force. And, uh, you know, they're a really good side. That's the first time I've done them for a couple of years. And, you know, I, I was impressed to a certain level. But, yeah, I'd like to see them against somebody else, obviously, other than Sellers. I think um, they were in great form yesterday. Well done to Callum and all the lads. Uh, congratulations on your league title. Uh, never really been in doubt. Um, just a couple of wobbles in the cup. They've been absolutely flawless in the league. Next question for them is, can they do 18 from 18 and win all the games? That's the big question. Yeah, the invincible season. Uh, let's see. Um, have they played all of their, they've played all of their main adversaries now, haven't they? I believe, I believe so. So be interesting to see what, um, what they do. Um, they've got the cup final. Obviously they don't know when that's coming. Do they take their put off foot off the gas or do they go for the invincibles? They're well, out of the county funny. cups. Yeah. Oh, no, no, they still go for it. No, their Saturday no. team is in the yeah, county cup. They got they they played Westrum, didn't they, on Saturday and won was it three right. 0 or four yeah. 0 Yeah. Right, League Three. Thank you to all the League Two teams. Uh, Ballum Mariners giving their um, opponents a walkover this weekend, and I saw a scathing. I'm uh, not happy. A scathing bulletin from the league secretary this week about the amount of games that teams aren't playing. I'm fuming. I'm absolutely fuming um, and you'll come on to it in a minute in the results. So I'll let you give the results and then I'm going to give you my view on where I'm at with this because I'm so, not happy. So League Three, um, quite a few games 
scheduled. The Bella Mariners given a walk, give, giving a walkover to uh, Westminster Wanderers reserves. They'll receive the points. Glad they'll be glad to do so too. Uh, Parkluff B win three one against Ellsfield. Uh, South London All Stars giving Harbert Rovers a walkover too. Um, and Wandsworth Warriors winning five nil against Dara FC. Uh, the wobble of Dara uh, continues. Wandsworth Warriors um, having a good old year though. Yeah, fair play to Wandsworth. Um, really, really good solid season for them. They're going to um, probably get um, third place unless Dara win their games in hand. Um, but I do need to call out that South London All-Stars walkover in particular against Harbour Rovers because I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that these walkovers are now starting to affect the or potentially affect the outcomes of leagues. Yeah. And Harbour Rovers, you know, their goal difference is better than Hampton's by five. Hampton have got a game in hand. Obviously, we are not allowed, and I just want to put this out there, we're not allowed to award three goals in a walkover. It is a walkover. Yeah. Goals cannot be issued that have not been scored. That is mm-hmm. FA standard code of rule. It's, it's not power league. You know, this is proper, organised, affiliated run football. Mm-hmm. So as leagues, we are not allowed to award goals that have not been scored. From a Harbert perspective, you know, they're, they're angry and frustrated yesterday. And I get it that they are going to get a walkover and they're not allowed to improve their goal difference. And ultimately, that could mean whether they win potentially the title or not. The only positive thing that I would say in this situation is they've got to play Hampton last game. So it will be one on the pitch and it is in their hands. That's one thing that I would say. I would also say that it's done over 18 games and it's not just about one game. But these games at the end of the season, teams, honestly, I know that some some of you have got nothing to play for, but we have to keep the integrity of these competitions. It is not fair that promotions and and championships and relegations potentially are going to be decided on walkovers. It's not fair. It's not acceptable. It's not right. It's not a Southern Sunday issue. It's a grassroots football issue from what I'm seeing in other leagues as well. Do not throw the towel in, lads. It is a bad attitude. I don't like it. And I'm going to call it out publicly, which is why I'm saying what I'm saying at the moment. I, I think it's really poor. Yeah, I think we can speak. I think, sadly, we could comment on it every week that we've spoken about the, the moans and groans about losing our football last summer or the summer before. And uh, it just seems that that sentiment isn't isn't being sort of I'm met. sick of hearing the excuses, Andrew, to be honest. You know, you're yeah. either in it for the long run. You know, you've got to play 18 games plus a minimum of two gap games. You, you commit at the beginning of the season to 20 games. If you don't want to commit to it or you feel that you can't and you're halfway through, Go before Christmas and do us all a favour and don't keep us hanging on for the second half of the season. Mm. Just walk. I'd rather teams walk then because it's less disruption. Yeah. Uh, so just looking through the League 3 table. Harbour want... are up, though. Congratulations to them yesterday. Harbour. They are up on that result. Harbour promoted. Well done, lads. Um, Hampton Terriers look like they just need one point now to secure promotion. Uh, they've got two to play, as have ones with Warriors. Um Hampton Terriers six points ahead of third place. Yep. Wandsworth, um, so they just need the one point now. Um, I think we're done in the relegation. No, we're not. Uh, Earlsfield went down yesterday and South London All-Stars. Well, they can stay up. They can, but it's a point for Westminster because the goal yeah. difference is different by 30 is the yeah. difference. But uh, after yesterday, I, I'm not convinced that South London All-Stars will play the last two games. So that might deal with that, to be honest. Okay. Uh, in League Four, uh, top deck lose four nil against Locomotive Wimbledon. That was a surprise. Uh, yeah, Locomotive unable to put team out 
recently against Mortlake, was it? And uh, now they turn up this week and batter uh, top deck, showing that they can do the business on the on the pitch. Uh, Mortlake lose one nil to Q Antigua B. Um, Magpie continue. Uh, that's promotion for them secured, is it not, Graham? Yeah, Magpie are up on that result yesterday. Well done to Francis and the uh, the lads there. Four two, they win. Um, winning is certainly a habit. Oh, I'm saying they're up. I'm saying they're up. I don't think. No, I've, I apologise. I take that back. They're not. They're not quite up. They're not quite up. Uh, we'll do the maths in a minute. It's the South. It's the Southside United. Uh, they can also get to 35, but the goal difference is better by 30 again for Magpie. So okay. they're up, but they need a point. One point needed for Magpie. Parthenope didn't draw this week, Graham. They lost three 0 to Southside United uh, in League Four. Um, yeah, Locomotive showing their pedigree in League Four. Uh, Antigua B uh, with a much-needed win that just pulls them away from the uh, they're relegation. Now, they're now zone. safe. They're yeah. now safe. Uh, Magpie, as you say, one one point needed. You wouldn't bet against them getting that point. Well, either. it might not happen that way. Southside United next week play top deck, I believe. If that's a draw or a top deck win, then Magpie will go up on that result without even okay. kicking a ball in the league. Okay, uh, and Parthenope. Uh, their their unbeaten run or their series of draws recently uh, coming to a, uh, an end. Mid-table finish by looks of it uh, for Parthenope. They've got a few more games to play, but it looks like uh, they may miss out. They're chasing down um, an athletic um, and they're quite a way ahead. Uh, League four coming to, a, coming to a close pretty soon with the promotion places uh, at the bottom. Yeah, Clapham Wanderers, sorry, Dan. Um, your puns probably uh, and, and and you as good as your uh, team have been doing in in division four, in league four this season. I'm sorry, that sounds very harsh. Um, in league five, Ballon Badgers uh, lose five six against uh, Real Al Madrid. No goalkeepers in this game yesterday. Uh, <laughs> all defenses. Rush goalkeeper. Six uh, uh, five uh, for Real Al Madrid. Uh, that's a fantastic game for them. Uh, well done, lads. Uh, Junction Elite seconds win 7-0 against St. Matthew's Project's first team. Uh, Junction Elite's second team, the first team at the club, I believe, to to um, achieve the promotion. So well done to, to them. Uh, that's all the League 5 games. Yeah, big win for Real El Madrid yesterday, Graham. Yeah, I think, again, you look at teams first half of the season, second half of the season. He's had some good results in recent weeks, got yeah. four sort of four wins under his belt over the season. Obviously, there was a technical error uh, earlier on in the season where he lost some points. He was he was deducted. Um, you know, it just goes to show, you know, you have to get it right off the field as well as as well as on the on the field. Um, you know, he's, I saw a tweet for yesterday. Um, nice to see him tweet for a first time in a little while. Something really positive. And, um, you know, he's, he thinks he's going to take that into next season. So good luck to them if they do. Are they are they promoted? Am I doing the math wrong here? Thirty six. Newlands have Newlands have um, Newlands have three have four games to play. Do they not? Five games to play. Newlands sixteen game season. They can get to thirty seven. Junction League can get to thirty eight, and Painters can get to thirty four. So are they are they promoted yet? That's, now you're asking me a very, very interesting question. I just, I lost your sound there just for a second. Sorry, Andrew, you no, asking was, whether I was, I was probably mumbling. So, is, <laughs> Junction Elite seconds can get to 38 points at the end of the season. Yeah, 
So I'm not because we're saying that painters can also get they can overtake them to 36. Is that what? Yeah, we are saying that. So no, they're not up. They're not up yet. They're not up. Incorrect. They're not up because we've got because you've got Newlands. You can get another 15. They can go to 37. So you've yeah. got 38. Th no, they're not up. Three more points needed for uh, Junction Elite to to guarantee. Uh, Unless promotion. I work that out based on who the teams have got to play because there's going to be drop points against each other. That's the other thing to take into account. Okay. I need to check that now. You've got you've doubted me. You made me doubt myself. Come to Silk Grassroots Podcast for your factual information on the oh, I don't know about that and relegations. <laughs> uh, Real Madrid, though, uh, they finished their season in bottom uh, place. Unlucky to the lads in League Six. Just the one game yesterday. Clapham Common won. Sporting South nil. Uh, that doesn't really affect too much in the table. It does. does it? So if you want facts, talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> that relegates Sporting South, that result yeah, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Sorry, Clapham yeah. Common stay up, Sporting South go down. So just a small matter of a relegation on that, Andrew, but don't worry. <laughs> it's got me back. Apologies to Sporting South. <laughs> Sorry, Sporting South. Yeah, you're, yeah, that was your relegation con confirmed. And Clapham Common, uh, they've been fighting uh, for these for this uh, the stay of relegation in, in League Six. And they've done the job, as we know, Poplar Rovers. And they've confirmed their promotion out of the division. Uh, London Ravens B left that's chasing. just because Argentina have got to play UBLFC so there's obviously going to be drop points there so that's why Poplar are um, up but their final game this weekend is against Junction Elite Thirds interesting have uh, you got them on this week well, I'm recording this week we'll be out next week with Poplar Rovers but no guests fine. on the no guests on the podcast this week so that's fine so that's recording next week so it'll be interesting to um hear from yeah. them going into Sunday's game yeah. bearing in mind I'm doing their game as well oh blimey hopefully what, you know, blimey? what sort of reaction <laughs> is that don't be horrible uh, in League 7 F uh, AFC Putney 11s win 4-0 against uh, Peckham Cosmos uh, and the Peckham boys they relegated they can yep, only Putney get to 11 points Peckham down yep correct well done to Putney. Unlucky to Peckham Cosmos, as we've said several times on the podcast. Going down sometimes is a fresh can be can be a fresh start and a refresh. So uh, hopefully they can they can continue next season in League Eight. Um, kudos Athletic Seconds win again. They're awarded their game by St Matthew's Project B. Their good run of form continues. Sadly, off the pitch this week, uh, but kudos uh, won't mind. Uh, they've effectively seen off relegation it's actually um, now in their hands Andrew it's actually now in their hands I mean you couldn't make it up could you who, who have they got left they haven't seen off relegation just yet they're sitting bottom but they've, they've they're equal points with Pimlico Pim, Penguins who seem to be doing quite well mid-season um, but they've fallen off badly uh, well, they've got yeah. a nightmare of a fixture they've got a nightmare of a fixture in a couple of weeks time they've got Rosendale's first team who kudos? So, yeah, so they're not going to really enjoy or want to play that game in particular. Uh, but it, nonetheless, it is in their hands, and we've seen other shocks, haven't we, this season? So who knows? We have, and with Rosendale and Mundial seemingly already promoted, both from, promoted yesterday. Yeah. Um, they may well take their foot off the gas. Who knows? Um, but yeah, kudos have done a fantastic job uh, to give themselves a fighting chance. That's the example that teams should be taking. Uh, if you don't fancy playing your games, look at Kudos uh, seconds this season uh, and take some uh, positive um, inspiration from that. Uh, Junction Elite Fulfs win 6-3 against East Putney. Uh, Mundial B 7-1 winners against Dara Reserves. Um, 
Rosendale Sports firsts draw one all with Ballum and Clapham Albion, who themselves, Ballum and Clapham, haven't been uh, too sad this season. They've been a good um, outfit in, in League 8. Um, but that's Mundi LB and Rosendale promoted. Um, it is. Ballum will be gutted uh, to miss out. They'll miss out um, by some by some distance, sadly for them. They're two um, good teams, aren't they, Monday, Alan Rosendale? Yeah. We've said it, they're two good teams. They and uh, just to throw in another little um, thing about the relegation with Pimlico Penguins, their last two games are against Monday, Alan Rosendale as well. Yes. So <laughs> it's not the fixtures are not kind to either Pimlico or Kudos. So Junction yeah. Elite, they're sitting, finished his season on 14. That might be enough. Uh, Kudos will be gutted from the earlier part of the season there. Their goal difference really is the separator between them and Pimlico, minus 43 for uh, Kudos, whereas Pimlico Penguins are minus five. That that may be enough to keep them up. Hopefully uh, for the Penguins, they don't concede 38 goals in their games against um, in their last couple of games. So uh, that'll be an interesting one to see. In League Nine, uh, no Your favourite decision, the, the division, the craziest division in football. Yeah, not this week by the looks of it. Sadly, Clapham and Clapham Athletic, uh, well, not for them, sadly. The Renegades give them um, a home walkover. Clapham Athletic, the benefactors with the points there. Bruce, Bruce Battersea uh, left wanting against the top sides in League 9 again. Benicia Don seeing them off 2-1. Bruce Battersea have been a strong outfit in League 9 against most of the teams, but yeah. against that top bunch, they just don't seem to be able to get the uh, the wins over the line. They're the best of the rest, aren't they, really? Yeah, yeah, and they are. And they are a good side. They've, they've been a good uh, a good team in League 9, but yeah, they've just not been able to get amongst it with the Dons and the Virgins and and uh, Deportivo La Caruña, who themselves won 9-1 against Larkhall City. Uh, and I don't think we can, there's no, no point looking at the division. It's still wide open. Yeah, I mean, we're no further forward essentially this week. Only just another <laughs> another game that's been striked off. You know, um, where do we go with this? I mean, the only thing I would highlight probably about the Cows is that 86 goals scored in 15 games yeah. with a goal difference of 60 is absolutely phenomenal. And I'm, I don't think anyone's anywhere even close to that. It's like double what the other teams have scored in the division. So Absolutely. it's like having their equivalent of Fulham in League Nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Deportivo, it's an, it's an 18 game season. They can get to 47 points, uh, 45 points, sorry. Uh, the Virgins with 13 played on 31 points. They can get to, uh, what's that, 46. 46. So it's still so tight. So yeah, no, they can't afford to drop any points. Uh, the Don't them. rule out Old Town down in six, only on 10 games played. Don't rule them out. So what's that? 27, 24 points that they can they can get 44. They get to 44, yeah. So they, it's it's there, isn't it? It's it's yeah. up for grabs still. Fantastic division. Uh really enjoyed talking about that one this season. In League 10, uh Imperial Wolf uh give old ruts a um walkover. Um, old Ruts won't mind that at all and Junction Elite fifths um, probably would have preferred giving their op- opponents the walkover but that doesn't happen at Junction Elite Mass Vida winning 5-1 uh, and that's promotion for them is it Graham? Yeah that's promotion for them and St Andrews just need the point in second place uh, to confirm their promotion and then Mass Vida with one game to go uh, St Andrews with four still to play um, so Masvida can get to 40. So in theory, with the goal difference, um, if Masvida wins, St Andrews need two wins to secure the title. 
Uh, and yeah, good, a good, uh, a good division that one. Imperial Wolf, uh, did they have they finished for the season? They've they folded, gone. They folded, uh, so sadly lost South London Pekin. But at least we knew in advance. You know, they told us in advance rather than waiting for people actually to turn up on a Sunday morning and giving them an expectation that they're going to have a game of football. That's what drives me mad, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, so a good day in the league yesterday in some cup games. Again. We love the cups. We love the cups. The Southern Sunday Cups, just as mad as the divisions in the Frank Blundstone Cup. uh, Prem Boys, Swag, London Cup, uh, quarter-finalists or semi-finalists. Lose 1-0 to championship Cosmos United. That will be a fantastic win for Cosmos going into this very important running for them in terms of promotion uh, for the championship. A massive um, boost for them beating a top side in swag. What a result, um, but nothing um, to be surprised of in the way the cup results have gone. The year of the underdog it is, is. Uh, in the Southern Sunday uh, Cups. Uh, Southwest Rangers lose 4-1 to Sporting Continental. Um, again, Continental probably going in as favourites in this one, uh, strangely. Uh, Southwest Rangers unable to uh, repeat the show of form that won them the Prem Division. Um, a couple of seasons ago. Um, the so Verdi- that gives us an all-championship uh, Blunston Cup final. So, yeah, so Cosmos against Sporting Continental. Correct. So uh, there's Premier and Championship Cup and no Premier teams have made the final. That's That's... Says a lot about the Premier League. Well, I'm no gonna, one... I'm gonna, I'm gonna caveat that with give give you another interesting little stat in a minute. But I'll let you give the Lipton results first. So the Marcus Lipton results: Argentina three, Vauxhall Virgins two. Uh, a good season by the Virgins overall, but um, Argentina, we know they're a strong outfit. They see them off, and that would have been a fantastic game of football yesterday. Uh, Balham played uh, Painters Community obviously quite a gap between the two of them Balham a, a top Prem side this season they only win 2-1 against Painters Community showing how much um, the Marcus Lipton can level things or the, the pressure of these later cup rounds can put on the big teams but well done to Balham uh, and no shame there for Painters Community what a great show for yourselves there uh, London Ravens lose 2-1 to Wimbledon Commoners Um I'm not sold on London Ravens this season, and that continues. Well, well, they're there and they're there and they're about sort of in second and third in that, or first and third in that division. They're yeah. nip and tuck those two teams, so you know they'll. Um, you know, I'm not surprised that that was so close. But the little stat that I was going to throw in is that AFC Ballum plays St Andrews next week in yep. the um, quarterfinal. If AFC Ballum are beaten or are knocked out of the Lipton on either the quarterfinal or the semi-final stage, the Cup competitions will have no Premier Division teams in the finals this year. I don't think that's ever happened. That is crazy. And as as we've said, this is the year of the underdog. We've seen no Premier teams in a Cup final of any capacity. I mean, just say that again, folks. That is madness. It's madness, but it also points as to why these things where we try and create elite divisions or elite new elite leagues that have a look below it. There's some talent in the lower divisions too. The, the Prem division in the uh, Southern Sunday this season isn't necessarily the best division quality-wise. We've obviously got strength and depth throughout the divisions, 
Uh, and that's why you shouldn't just look at top divisions for Sunday league football and good games. When we first started this, when we first started this, one of the things that, you know, I, I think is so great about this podcast, Andrew, is that it shines a light on the non-big teams, the non-premier teams. And it actually, what, what I think we've done, and particularly the Marcus Lipton Cup has given us this year, is it has really shone the light on a lot of the strength and the depth and the quality that we've got right down to League 10. Yeah. And, you know, for a big league like ours of 112 teams, that's really quite difficult to get that strength and depth and that quality yeah. in there. But, I mean, if this is as exciting as it is at the moment, with some of these teams moving up the gears and up to the divisions, you know, what's the Premier Division going to look like in two years, in three years? Yeah. The, the future is very, very bright for this league. It is. And the, the mantra has always been to look, treat every team in exactly the same way, not not just highlight the big teams, as you say. Obviously, we don't do that, but we try and treat everyone the same and everyone gets the same amount of coverage. Uh, but yeah, this is, you know, if you just look at the top divisions of Sunday League football, you're missing out on so much. Uh, well done to um, all of the teams there. And Marcus Lipton in the best cup in, in uh, the summer Sunday. The Celt podcast, Graham Rodber Shield. Uh, LMT's good form uh, is ended by the Bluebirds. Uh, the Bluebirds win 3-2 away. Uh, would have been a good game. Uh, Newlands win 2-1 against Junction Elite Thirds. And is that the final decided? It is. So Newlands, who were beaten in the inaugural um, Shields final last year against Painters. They obviously knocked out Painters in round one. And yeah. uh, it's been a fantastic run of form ever since. So they will play Bluebirds in the final. Newlands against Bluebirds. What a good game. And I'll tell you what, I might even make an appearance and come and watch the final of that one. I think you should. I think we should um, give you sort of some sort of hosting or presenting duties. Why not? Okay. If you need if you need some trophies dished out, I'll be I'll be your man. And I'll see you there, uh, guys. Well done to Bluebirds and Newlands. And thanks again to Graham and the Southern Sunday League for throwing the silk name on that cup for me. That was a really nice thing with you to do and especially to share with you, Graham. That was um, That was a lovely touch. Um, and I'll keep saying thank you every time that I see the name of that cup. Brilliant. Well, you're quite welcome. And uh, as I say, you've done a lot by giving us the opportunity to come on the podcast. I think it's the least that uh, I personally and that the league could have done for you, Andrew. Absolutely the least. So Dylan Rigobert Trophy result, AFC Old Town nil, um, St Andrews five. They're so dominant. That was nil nil at half time, though, I want to throw in. Wow. And, I, and I've heard this morning from some people that watched that game, I've spoke to two or three people, they said that was really competitive and quite tight. Very physical game, though, from what I'm told. Very physical. So we like, we like football. I agree. With a bit of bite in it. It's boring to referee games where they don't tackle and it's all screaming and shouting about you know, little agree. touches. So we've got a good final there. We've got Brick Sustain against St Andrews. That'll be the final of the Dylan Rigobert. So, uh, yeah, some really, really interesting finals. Um decided so far uh in a brian howard president's cup south city's dominance continues against lower placed opposition this week they saw off victoria line velocity who's who's improved run of form couldn't get it over the line against a good side in south yeah, city six good. six one to them yeah tougher assignment for south city in the semi-final this week they'll play afc Putney, who have obviously just got promotion from that division so it'll be between those two teams of who wins the league seven title so um yeah lots lots of uh, good football still to come and to enjoy and that'll be a really good uh, semi-final uh, this weekend i might catch the first half of that they for some reason put fulham's game against coventry this week to sunday at three o'clock 
not quite sure why they've done that. It's not on TV or anything, but no one's interested in watching it, Graham. That's no, why. they are, they are, they are. <laughs> Believe me, they are. They'll have to watch it in the Premier next season, won't they? So they might as well get used to it. Uh, Graham, I'll see you on the other side for the predictions and the Marcus Lipton semi-final cup draw and the final draw. Can't wait for that. Cheers, mate. Next up is the quarter municipal section with Roger. Roger, you've had that winning feeling on a Monday, not today, sadly. We'll get to your result in a minute. Um, yeah. But not, not, not a good Sunday for you guys. Perhaps performance, you can hold your head up high, uh, but not, not a win to talk about. I'll tell you what, let's talk about that first. The quarter municipal league challenge cup game between Sahar yeah. 11 and Bosjan was played yesterday. All these fixtures we're going to talk about or from Sunday the 3rd of April. That's yesterday at the time of recording. Rog, yep. you bloody lost. We did. Unfortunately, we, um, it was, it was, a, it was a very even, even contest. It was a game with very few chances. Mm. Um, both, both teams, um, you know, it was, it was the games was played. A lot of the game was played in midfield. Um, and it was, yeah, it was very, very even. Um, you know, we we were solid at the back. We were we was we um, you know p- p- played played set out done exactly what we set out to do was frustrate them, um, yep. try and catch them on the counter. If we'd have had a, if we would have had an out and out striker, I think um, you know the result may have been different. I'm not saying it would have been, but it may have been different. We had we had a couple of half chances in the second half where we lacked a bit of composure, and I think if we'd have had if we if we would have had an out and out goal scorer. They may have been been more astute to them positions and 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 put the ball in the back of that back of the net. But um, you know, fair play to Bosch Jam. Um, they scored their last. They scored their two goals in the last ten minutes of the game. Oh um, god! It was it was it was it was gutting to say. The, the first goal was a cross came in from the right wing. A left back sort of fell asleep for 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 a, for a, for a lap for a second, and the winger got past him, put the cross in, and then they and doubled up on the right back. Um, Put the ball in the back of the net, um, and then we were pushing, um, pushing for an equaliser. And then they, we, there was a corner. Second goal was a corner, and it was the, the ball was played in, and, it, and it, again it was just a header into in, header into the goal. Um, but yeah, well, I think we, I think we can take some, take some, you know, we we take some heart from the performance. Um, we went toe to toe with them. We gave as good as we got. Um, you know, a couple of players didn't show up, which which didn't help. But you know. It's just one of them things. Some, win, some games you win, some games you lose. Um, and unfortunately, yesterday we just 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 didn't have enough to to, to beat Bosch Jam. Uh, I know from private conversations that we've had that I'm going to expose now. I guess not so private. You really do feel like this is a uh, an opportunity missed for a cup final. This one was one that you did think you could do. Um, you could get a result in. Yeah, definitely, I definitely. I think I think if you look at look at look at look at our draw in sort of this this semi final and and in the senior cup semi final where we've got Addison Casuals, Addison Casuals have been flying, especially the second half of the season. Um, Bosch and whilst they've had a good season, I I, I I I I still feel that they are for us they're they're a beatable opposition. Um, mm. Like I said, and, and I mean I keep going back to the fact that if we had an out and out goal score, I'm not saying we would have won because I mean who who knows, but. I, I, I just feel that it's the two chances we had. Um, one was a sn- uh, was a half volley. And he sort of just sort of snap at it and struck it. 
and the second goal was just just the, the second opportunity he had was a, was just just a, just a real lack of composure. He just he just hit it on the half volley when he could have taken an extra touch or two, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I honestly felt like yesterday we should have we should we should have and could have probably beaten Bosham. But you know, fair play to them. Um, you know, they've got they've got a couple of really good players. Um, I've made our goalie two our goalie pulled off two. Wonder saves one from point blank rage, got his face in the way of the ball. Never know how he got to it. Um, but yeah, it's it was just it was just just it just wasn't our day, unfortunately. Never mind, mate. On to the next one, another yep. semi final, uh, and some league games to uh complete your season. Uh, yep. if you can climb up that table, mid table to to top four, um, yep. it will probably go down as a good season. The cut runs obviously stand out for you guys. Uh, but now you Definitely. need to start putting these performances into the league and hopefully climb up. And I know you're not going to be relegated, um, yeah. but, you, but you'll want to look back at the league. You won't want to look back at the league table if you stay where you are, no. uh, I don't think. No, definitely not. No, no. I mean, I mean we, we said before the game that the league league form-wise, it's, 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 I mean, our, our league form has been poor this season. Um, the season hasn't panned out as we would have hoped. But, I mean, two semi-finals were our chance to... Um, to rectify that, um, obviously yesterday's one has was gone now, um, so that's one down and 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 one to go. Um, so yeah, we're hoping to finish the season on, on a bit of a high. Nice one. So the rest <laughs> of the fixtures from yesterday, as I said, Sunday the third of April in the Michael Donovan Premier. Uh, it doesn't look like Josh and we're going to kick a ball between now and the end of the season. Rog, they give Quad and JFC uh, a home walkover, um, yeah. which is sad to see. Uh, it is. I mean, Chelsea started the season and, and they've had some good results along the way, Chelsea, but mm. for whatever reason, they just seem to have, to have given up. Um, yeah, I don't know why that is, but it's a shame to see, really. Gordon Jersey, the benefactors, probably going to end up uh, finishing above Chelsea now in the, at the end of the season. Just the one more game to play and they will finish above Chelsea. Chelsea cannot finish uh, higher. Then uh, no. sixth in the table, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, sixth yep. out of seven. Sarnas did finished their bottom. Uh, Chelsea next uh, for a promoted side. Uh, that's not too, they, they've had a decent year, as you say, three wins yep. out of their 11 games, but they've given far too many away, far too many games away lately. Um, they've given their last uh, three games to the, to, to the opposition. Yeah. Um, which, you know, Nine nine points for Chelsea puts them uh, third place in the table if they'd have won those games. Um, so, you know, it's a shame we spoke about um, the, you spoke about it with Graham on the Southern Sunday section that too many teams just seem to throw the towel in now when there's nothing to be won or nothing, no 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 trophies or anything to win. Too many teams are throwing the towel, in. and that's a shame to see. But never mind. I guess that's their choice. Uh, talking about throwing the towel in. KFC didn't want to play their game this weekend, but it looks of it against Kaizen and Kaizen getting the win um, awarded to them. Uh, makes, yep. our, makes this part of the podcast very quick for the, uh, for the municipal, all these walkovers, <laughs> mate, doesn't it? Okay. Uh, a big, interesting game in Div 2. Uh, Union and Gold Coaching played. Uh, they shared a four-all draw. What a brilliant game that must have been. Both teams yep. mid-table, can't do anything. But um, seem to uh, seem to have some integrity about them and wanted to finish their seasons off playing all the games. Kaizen still yep. have 
um, a few more to play, four more games to play, I, I believe, 18, no, six, uh, 16 season. They still have two more games to play. That's Union's debut season in the Quidham Nisport over. Uh, the way it started, Rog, I think they've made a miraculous recovery. 16 played, seven wins, seven losses, two draws, uh, 23 points for Union. It looked like it would be a very scary season for them, uh, but I think that's a good return for them this year. Definitely. Um, I think they, they started off in not bad and then they went for a blip where they just sort of couldn't buy a result. Um, but they, they've stuck with it. You know, they, they've, they've, they've turned up every week, played their games um, and, and finished in mid-table in, in the first season in what has been quite a competitive division too, it yeah. must be said as well. Yeah. Um, you know, they can, they can take something from that. Like, that gives them a good building block for next season, shows them where they need to be at as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I spoke to Jesse, the manager at Union, a, a, a number of times this season. Really nice guy. Yeah, um, got his head screwed on. You know, wants wants the best for his team. And yeah, I've got nothing, nothing but um, nothing but respect and, and, and hold him high admiration for them. Yeah, good point for uh, Union goal coaching um, themselves. They've had a decent finish to the season as well. Um, yep. Their goal scorers on the day, uh, Mahendran for Union got a brace. Uh, and Kelly with a hat-trick for goal coaching, the standout performance for either team. Four all, that must have been some game. Uh, in the Invitational Cup, side B, uh, Quid, uh, Sanders did JFC, squeezed past Addington, 3-2 on the day. Uh, speaking to Russell, he said they did squeeze past. They were lucky to get past them. Uh, they weren't at it at all this yeah. weekend. Sanders did JFC's... Reward for beating Addington is Santola next week in the uh, Invitational uh, Cup side B uh, with me to referee as well. So double yep. double punishment for um, Sunstead. Santola, yep. we know on their day, was such a good side in yep. um, in Div 3. We've seen that. I think they did. They beat, yeah, they beat Surrey Park Rangers yesterday. Um, yep. Sunstead in for another big game. Uh, in the in the Invitational Cup, so this this cut side of the cup, perhaps not the easy one. No, yeah, I mean, on paper it looked like it was 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 uh, an easy route to the final for Russell. Um, and yeah, I mean, a quick chat with Russell after the game, and he said um, how 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 surprised and how well Addington United did, and you know, to, to see where they've how far they've come this season, you know, from from the whipping boys of of the Croydon Croydon Municipal League to finishing runners up. Um, just finishing runners up to Surrey Park Rangers in Division Three, and and you know taking on probably the second best team in Division One this year, um, and 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 running them close is is, is a tremendous effort. Um, you know they they've had a fantastic season at Energy United. Um, it couldn't have happened to a nicer bunch of guys. Uh, I've got a lot of a lot of time for Paul at Energy United. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just I'm just so pleased that they've they've managed to you know turn turn it around and 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 be be very competitive against some very good teams. Hopefully their progression continues. Uh, Science JFC's progress in the Invitational Cup uh, definitely <laughs> continues. And as I say, they play Santola at Coney Hall next week yeah, in the I mean, semi-final. Sorry, just gonna, yeah, for the semi-final. I'm just going to add that the Santola Surrey Park Rangers game was on a pitch next door to mine on yeah. Sunday. And it was a fiery affair. There was, a, I think there was a couple of penalties. Penalty for, there was at least one penalty for each side. Um, I think a few handbags was, was was being raised as well. Um, but it was yeah, highly competitive game. Um, you could see both teams were desperate to get the win. I think there's no love lost between the two sides either. 
Um, but it, it did, from what I managed to to, to watch, it looked like um, it looked like a, a, um, a fiery affair. That sounds like a perfect blend of uh, styles for the semi-final in the Invitational Cup side B. Um, I'll also be on the line to uh, the PSG Croydon JFC game earlier in the morning uh, next week. We'll get to the fixtures and the predictions in a minute because I think uh, both of those games feature. Uh, in, in the cup, in the Invitational Cup side A, uh, PSG had a much smoother progress to their semi-final. Um, they won eight nil against FC twenty five, yeah. as close to predictable um, as possible as you possibly could make it. Rog, yep. that's that FC twenty five. They've had a a fair to middling season, not yep. under underachieved in many people's eyes in Div three. But I guess you speaking about the improvements at Addington, so Park Rangers, uh, and Santola coming in and mixing it up as well as South London uh, Royals reserves. Um, FC twenty five uh, underachieved in Div three still. But eight 0 against PSG, um, they're on fire, and that looks like and they've knocked the cobwebs off in big, uh, big time now, and they're looking forward to some of these cup games. Yeah, I, I bet they are. And like we said, I think this is this is. I, know still, I think they're still in the senior cup. Um, they are. They play Croydon JFC next week, and this cup. So they'll 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 want to keep they'll want to keep winning because they want to keep their season going for as long as they possibly can. Yep. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate for FC Twenty Five to come up against um, the, the team that finished runners up in the Prem. Um, you know, as, as demoralising as an eight 0 win, an eight 0 loss can be, you know, it, it was, it was, you know, there was there was nothing in it for them. Um, they were the underdogs, and they shouldn't take too, they shouldn't take too much. Um, um, shouldn't feel too bad for for being beaten eight 0 by eight PSG. Absolutely not. It's easy to um, easy to sort of wipe your mouth and uh, not be too discouraged by uh, by that that big score. There's plenty of places between the two of them. Uh, that's yep. why you have divisions in leagues because the quality, the more quality, the higher quality the team is, they're at the top of it, and the and the less quality the team is, um, or less serious they take it. Uh, usually, they're in the lower divisions, and perhaps um, you just have to say. That's the reason, and and wipe your face. Yep. There's no point, no point dwelling on it. Uh, that's probably F, that's FC twenty five season, all but done now. I believe yep. um, they've played eighteen games in the league. Yep, that's them done. So um, unless they're in the intermediate cup, I don't think they are. No, no, I don't think they are. So um, yeah, that's them done. Uh, they'll be disappointed, I should think, with the um, with the season. As a whole, perhaps we won't put so much pressure on them next season Rog, no. by predicting them to win. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rog, that's the section done due to the um, the walkovers. Not much to talk about this week, but I will see you on the other side where we can delve into some of the details uh, for next week's predictions with Russell. Perfect. So over to Westfar. And the results from Sunday the 3rd of April. Gibbs, we spoke briefly before, but how are you doing? I'm very well. How are you this week? I'm good. A busy day on Westford yesterday, especially for you. A successful day. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but let's get through the league fixtures first. Um, in the Prem, Baldwin Sports A uh, go back into second place in the league with a 4-2 win against Mildeen. A feisty game, as we probably expected Gibbs. Uh, but 4-2 to Balden. 
uh, a good result. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure it was a, a proper old-fashioned ding-dong. Lots of tackles and um, lots of banter, yep. um, lots of physical challenges. And um, Baldwin have come away with the with the 4-2 win. But um, that, that, that's good for them. They needed that three points to keep it interesting at the top. I think the win, I mean, I know Mildeen needed the win. Obviously, they're near the bottom a bit. But Baldwin needed that win to keep it interesting at the top as well and keep a little bit of pressure on um, UTR. So that's a good three points. Yeah, well done to Billy and the lads. Unlucky Glenn and the boys. Don't forget, Mildeen double jumped into the Yeah, no, fair play to them. Take nothing away from it. They're still giving it a go and still showing up every week. Yeah, uh, hopefully no one will be relegated from the Prem Division just to maintain that sort of uh, level of team in there. Let's see what happens in the summer. Big summer for Westford this year. Uh, in the senior division, uh, Newcross Rovers 4, Barnhurst. No. Newcross Rovers <laughs> 3, Barnhurst 4. Uh, Barnhurst Avenging. Uh, early season battering that they received from uh, New Cross Rovers. That's one all uh, in a good little series. Perhaps these two teams will play each other next season as well. We don't know what's going to happen in the senior division just yet. New Cross with lots of football to play. Uh, but Barnhurst know how to win a game of football, don't they? Yeah, and that's, a, that's a still a good result for them because uh, New Cross are a very good side. And um, to put four past them and uh, get the three points for the experienced Barnhurst lads, that's a, a great result. Yeah, well done, boys. Uh, Northern Eagles lose 5-1 to Metrogas. The Metrogas juggernaut continues. Uh, a good win in the league for them. Uh, they must be favourites for the title. Are they they're, top? They're, they top yeah, they're top now. They're just relentless, aren't they? Scoring goals every week and um, putting teams to the sword. Look forward to seeing them in the Prem next season. I think that's fair to say that that will happen. Uh, sad to see um, AFC shine uh, seemingly folded um, over the weekend. That was quiet on social media. Uh, a team that's been doing really well in, in Div 1. Uh, some eye-catching results. God knows what's happened there, but all the best to AFC Shine. Crayford Athletic missing out uh, on a double banker this weekend. Uh, but Crayford Athletic fly up the table. I guess um, Shine's results have been avoided. Um, so Crayford Athletic potentially... Benefit, benefiting from that and fly up the table. Well done to the Crayford Athletic boys. It's been a good year for them, especially in cups. Uh, Borden uh, reserves. The Bandits lose uh, win 4-2 against Crayford. Uh, Footscray Lions having a nightmare tonight. Uh, the Bandits 4, Footscray Lions 2. Uh, the Bandits, again, having a fair season in Div 1, finding their feet. Uh, and uh, they'll be good next season. Uh, they will improve uh, for a good title uh, battle, I expect. Um, in Div 2, a huge surprising result and worrying string of results for Crocodile. Yeah, I think they're struggling for players and struggling with injuries at the minute. So 3-1 um, think... they lost to Advent Mighty Royals, who have been yeah. in free fall themselves. Crocodile, we can't even call them the Sharks anymore. We definitely can't, to be fair. <laughs> I think injuries at this time of the year and, and players um, has taken its toll on them. And uh, I think they're getting like bare 11 out every week. So um, it does take its toll after a while. It does. Um, sad to see for Crocodile. One of the real shining lights last season, especially uh, in West Fern. We hoped their trajectory would continue this year because uh, we're big fans of Dave and, and uh, all the guys down at Crocodile. They're a good set of um, lads and a good team. Um, but yeah, it looks to be... Definitely, well, I mean, I, off slightly. I expected to see them in the cup final this year. To be fair, with the results they had early early season, and they yeah. were they were one of the teams for um, teams of the season, weren't they? Definitely. But um, last few weeks, it's kind of slipped off for them. Just hope. I think they still got some league games to play and catch up. So hopefully, they can turn it around and still um, have a good season. There's enough time, boys. I think there's what six, six, seven, eight weeks left of the season uh, to do some uh, to get back to business. Uh, hopefully, you do. Advent Mike Royals with a really good win. 
Uh, Elton Lions, another team falling off a little bit. They lose 3-2 to Phoenix Knights. Uh, a real good result for them. Elton Lions, uh, all guns blazing uh, until the last couple of months where it just seems to have, they've had a wobble. Uh, let's see what happens with them. Uh, Forza Greenwich, 1-2-0 against Kingfisher Gibbs. Forza with loads of football to play. I noticed today they've got loads of games in hand. They've only played eight league games. Best um, team in Greenwich this season, then. What's that? Best team in Greenwich. Forza? Yeah. Yeah, I think so at the moment. Uh, they'll want to they'll see this through and get promoted. Uh, don't forget, they they struggled the season before this one. Yeah, it's Decided good to see to them have a good season. Too, and they really fought, they really fought um, this season and got some good results. Seemingly improved in a real strong division. You look at the likes of Crock and Hill. Uh, Phoenix Knights are a good team on their day. Elton Lions are a good team on their day. Uh, Kingfisher are a good team on their day. Uh, Junior Reds and Falconwood Reserves again. All good sides. They're just the ones that played yesterday. Um, so... Well done to Forza. Really pleased uh, to see them having a good year. Loads of football left to play, so I uh, need to keep this up. Uh, Fagwood Reserves lose 2-1 to Junior Reds Athletic. Uh, in Div 3, Petswood Senior Vultures draw 2 all with uh, Bolden Sports <coughs> Westfer. Uh, Gibbs, please tell me we've got one from there. Our Bolden correspondent, Jimmy, has come oh, through. I and we can love that. <laughs> yeah, we do have, we do have a report. This is the only reason I come anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it says, uh, back, to league, back to the league for Bolden West for away to Petswood. We had a bare 11 and Petswood had 10 players. Within the first five minutes, our right back done his hamstring, so we had to put him up top just to keep 11 on the pitch. A very lively start from Petswood showing no fear of having 10 men. Petswood striker fell to the ground in the box and referee pointed to the spot on 15 minutes. Skipper stepped up and smashed it into the inside of the side netting. <laughs> I went the right way, but the power beat me. Great penalty. We had no, we had the chance to level on 25 minutes when Noel was put in one-on-one, -on -one, but the keeper pulled off a good save. We then could have gone 2-0, two, two but for a great block inside our six-yard box by the skipper Josh. Petswood then almost scored again on half-time from a direct free kick over the wall to my bottom right. I got fingertips to it to push it wide of the post. God, Jimmy! Half-time, 1-0. <laughs> second, second half, we, we changed a few positions around and it started to pay off. It was all balled for the first 10 minutes. We went level from a corner from a header by Adam, Adam Foy rising at the back post to bullet header in past the keeper. one all game on. Petswood were totally all over the place as we went went attack after attack we then went in front from a set piece that fell to jack webb on 70 minutes who finished from close range 2-1 balden petswood then had a had a gamble and like the first half they got a second win and started to take the game to us we fell asleep on a counter attack ball fell to midfield who fired past me into the bottom left hand corner across goal from a tight angle we were then all over the place and petswood could have got another two goals straight away one fell to the striker on the penalty spot. I managed to get a strong hand to keep it out. And then in the 88th minute, the midfielder who equalised smashed the ball to the near post, totally unmarked. But the ever-impressive cat was there once again. Yes! To dive to the left to keep it out. 2-2 two -two it finished. A very good game of football. All credit to Petswood, though, with 10 men. It's, it's now a point gained with Woolwich Royal slipping up with our games in hand. It's now in our hands. Petswood again for us next week at home. Jimmy on his left side, they don't get beaten apparently. Do you know what I love, right? <laughs> Everything is so vague until there's something that involves him and then there's yeah, so yeah. much detail. Well, of course you're going to remember your own bits of the game. 
But that's fucking marvellous. I, I just... love it, Harry. So like, he knows the timings of everything. <laughs> he Fifteen does. minutes. Yeah, stop, minutes. Stop checking your watch and watch your fucking far post. <laughs> he, right, he, right. he, he puts notes down now. So watch your right hand post, Jimmy. <laughs> Fantastic stuff, Jimmy. Thank you ever so much for that. We really do enjoy that. Uh, Willage Royals. Um, I mean. Again, another team we can't call Sharks this week gives 5-0 Abbey Mead. And these are the results Abbey Mead give us every now and again that just makes us think that's the potential there. For this is, this is result of the weekend in my eyes, to be Absolutely. honest. Absolutely. stop uh, Willage Rolls from scoring, uh, pulling off for three points, very emphatically 5-0 as well. Yeah. Um, it's a great result. It's got to be a result of the week in my eyes. But um, we know Abbey Mead are capable of these results. It's just consistency, consistency to their game, to be fair. Yes. Well, everyone backs them year in year out in these divisions to do well uh, and the inconsistencies has killed their chances of promotion this season I feel um, they're going to finish strongly they've had some good results lately but 5-0 against Woolwich Royals uh, let's give Abbey Mead all the credit for that because Woolwich Royals have been a top side um, Abbey Mead pasting them and that unbelievable great result Abbey Mead uh, and well done On a, well, I mean yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a say if they've got any of the uh, Baldwin or Woolwich Wells to play towards the end of the season. Um, Abbey Mead could upset um, either one of them too. So title race very much on. Well done, boys. Uh, and Div Four, FC Barker seven, Bexley Eve nil. Bexley Eve in with a miserable day uh, yesterday. Uh, Barker bashing them up seven nil. Bexley Eve saying they struggle to get players there for half twelve kickoff. Um, it's not ideal playing at half 12 gives but you don't want to play Barker when you're under strength no definitely not a good side and um, they've, they've showed it there to be fair Bexley have had some decent results this season so um, it shows Barker putting them to the sword how strong they can be um, Beacons lose 8-1 away to uh, Inter Belvedere I think Inter Belvedere had 6 disallowed as well 6 disallowed I don't know if that was a wind up but I saw Jay at the cup oh, okay. final yesterday and uh, he said we won 8-1 but we had 6 disallowed as well what a day for those <laughs> for those teams in Div 4. Hartford getting a 3-1 win against Junior Ed Sports. Belvedere, Inter Belvedere winning 8-1. Barker winning 7-0. Hartford looking to get themselves in amongst that promotion chat. Uh, after doing well with some cup results, Gibbs. Hartford now turning their attention to the league. What a three-way um, title challenge promotion fight that's going to be. Yeah, no coupon busters there. They've all actually Absolutely got the wins. Not. I wonder what odds on the treble would have got. Exactly. Junior Ed Sports, I must say, they're no slouches either. So that's a good win for Hartford. Uh, Beacons, um, I mean, it's, you know, that needs this, it's just one of those back retires. They just need the end of the season to come, regroup, and uh, see if they can go again next season. Get some LEDs in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, SE69 has win 6 1 against Danson Albion. No one being blamed for that. I bet. No, definitely not. That's a that's a, a cracking result, though, yeah, to be really fair. Really good win against um, the stubborn Dunstan Albion. Yeah, to put six past them um, is um, is a really good result, to be fair. I'm not sure if uh, Danson losing last week to Peckham Rye knocked a bit of stuffing out of them. And, uh, but 69 is to come back with a 6-1 win. Fair play to them and full credit. And uh, they're going to try to push on up the league now and look for those uh, like second, second in the league spot. So um, hopefully they can do it. Agreed. Well done, boys. Uh, South Ballers. Win 2-1 against Turk, Ojak, uh, everyone around Peckham Rye. Uh, losing uh, their games, setting it up for an easy stroll now for Peckham Rye. Uh, the underdogs strolling towards Division 5 I've actually, I've actually got a report on this game, to be fair. 
Okay. Uh, is, it a, is it a report by Brownie, but not about Brownie? It's from Brownie, Brownie, but I haven't read it about, so oh, I don't, oh, I don't oh, know. He's testing him. He's, he's left it. Uh, revenge for the... Not no, no, I don't proofread. No, I asked for that. Reven- <laughs> revenge for the ballers. Um, South ballers versus Turk Ojek. After last week's win, the ballers find themselves with a full 16-man team. What a win these for the team, I guess. First half... Nothing in the game. Ballers come out strong, but it was Turk Ojak who scored. What I can only say is an outstanding free kick. Well worth watching when it comes out on YouTube. You won't see much better. Plug. Oh, self-promotion. So, Get off. To be fair, I've actually seen the free kick and it was a, a really good free kick. Um, Half time, the ballers find themselves behind, which seems to be the norm. Second half, the game fires open with Turk Ojak really having the best of the game. The Ballers keeper was on fine form after a week out with illness. Ballers made it 1-1 from a corner with a debut goal from Toby. Moments later, having to come off injured, step forward former Peckham Rye player Adrian, who broke into the box and put in the cross, which led to Turk Ojak centre-back having a moment of madness, handballing the ball around the post and the ref pointing to the spot. Jordan steps up and makes it 3-3 for himself and 2-1 to the Ballers. After that, it was all Turk Ojak, wave after wave of attack. Two wins in a row for the Ballers. Uh, he's got that wrong because he says next up they play Peckham Rye, um, so that's wrong. Uh, go watch the team's YouTube, see the journey, and know it ain't recorded on VEO. P.S. Enjoy reading this out loud, Gibbs. <laughs> I we don't we don't promote any teams on the on the Celt Grassroots podcast except uh, Sahar Eleven, Peckham Rye. Uh, Greenwich Mariners, uh, Kenningwell, Bickley, <laughs> Hatcham, uh, anyone the else? Colts. The Colts, the Colts, definitely. Greenwich Hotshots. Who am I? Oh, Ellis. Ellis, Ellis, you love Ellis, don't you? Big, big fan of Ellis. Gibbs, not, has, not got, Gibbs has got a few favourite teams, didn't you? Uh, favourite, the Bourne. The Bourne. Peckham Rye, Peckham Rye A. No, thank, <laughs> thanks for the uh, Greenwich Mariners. Thanks for the report. Thanks for the report, Brownie. Uh, only joking. Um, I honestly thank you for some of the stuff that you start writing a name before you noticing. <laughs> uh, in the in the third best division, second best division. King Hearts Media Production Division Six. Well done, Duke, on your work in for the cup finals for the Westford teams. Uh, didn't see many other people offering to offering a service to the team so well done mate on that one I know that will go down well and appreciate it for the teams uh, the Foresters win 2-1 against Lewisham Tamils Foresters impressive season continues their debut year um, has been good uh, Highfield Rovers win 4-0 against No Life uh, Ronnie's promotion party carries on uh, and they're looking it's looking that, likely that league has opened yeah. wide open now I think you've got to look at uh, Footscray Lions Vets as the league winners yeah being honest but everyone below them is um, is still wide open for um, for those top uh, top three spaces has Highfield got to play Peckham Rye uh, um, no uh, Peckham Rye have only got one game left and that's against Lewisham Tamils okay so that's a you'd have to say that's a W for the Peckham Rye boys what, how many left has, how many have Highfield got left do you know I don't, I don't know, to be fair. Do some homework, Gibbs, mate. Uh, Peckham Riot A <laughs> winning 3-1 against Jamera. They've done you the, the favour. They did, they did. They've they, done what you lot couldn't do. It was hashtag fuck Jamera. Wait, that was ages ago. <laughs> the best YouTube moment I've ever seen of mm-hmm. Gibbs losing his shit at half-time against Jamera. Oh, yeah. That was a bad day. <laughs> it's so good. 
That I was a bad day. Uh, in the best division in, in Westford, the Silk Grassroots Podcast the Network. The second best division. Division 7. Bexley Village Vets lose 3-2 to Sid Cup. Uh, always like seeing Sid Cup wins. And Avery Hill for some reason. Um, Sid Cup get the win yesterday. Fleet down. Fleetwood Mac. The Mac attack is back. They beat Intercross 7-1. Return of the Mac. Thunder only happens when it's raining. It rained for Intercross yesterday. I oh, know. I do like Intercross though. After after back them lads. A good win for. Uh, is that is that a Fleetwood Mac son? That's Cranberry's dreams. I thought that no, it's um. Weed dog, you having a Cranberry's? You having you having a shocker tonight? The cause. No, no, no. It was the, it was Fleetwood Mac and the Cranberry's. Can I just jump in? Oh, okay. oh it was Razorlight. It was Razorlight. It is yeah. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Oh fucking hell! See, thank you very much. Um... Newcross Rovers reserves win 2-0 against Avery Hill. They're having a good season. Good day for Newcross yesterday. Yeah. Avery Hill, though, at the top of that league there, just uh, just slipping up yesterday, which uh, opens it wide open for the peoples, doesn't it? Yeah. In Division 8, uh, Greenwich Challenge Vets win 9-0 against Sporting Greenwich. That tattoo is your ass. Is oh, it's long gone. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. like me and Wheat Dog's hair. It's long <laughs> yeah. gone. It's not happening. Well done, Challenge Vets. Good win against uh, Sporting Greenwich, obviously. Oh, yeah. And they made it. Is, that's Phil McCracken, see? You made the poll. No, nah, McCracken don't play for them anymore. Has he left? He's never played for them. He's never played? He's just a bloke who turned up. He's never played for his team. He's a spectator. <laughs> Just turned up and got a tracksuit, took a picture of it, and then spoke on their behalf on social media. Oh, McCracken. Is that what he done? Yeah. Just a loyal fan trying to get in the team, so he won a result of the week. Yeah, the tracksuit swindler. <laughs> uh, Chimera Reserves lose 5-3 against Royal Oak. Uh, Royal Oak technically bottom of Division 8 um, with uh, above JJ United. Uh, not bottom, second bottom above JJ United. Um, I don't think the goal difference is going to... Um, help JJ United minus 170 goals. Wait, the team's in the is that true? Minus 170. Have a look. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, can he? On what? Full time. No, that means Titan West fan. Kind of <laughs> he doesn't want it to come up. If that's genuine, that's fucking. No, genuine. they are. I'm sure they are, and we'll, we'll verify this when we before the we. The fact that they're still fucking playing, fair play to them. Yeah, mate, the the, the team's men. in Division Ten. I've got. But I've got a higher than JJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the division I'm aiming for next. Uh, Elton Palace. After their heavy defeat to uh, Peckham Wright, have had some good wins this week. 7-2 against resurgent uh, Greenwich Battle Cruisers. I can confirm, JJ United are on minus 161. Right, thanks. Oh, that's bad. How many games played? 18 played. One, none. Draw- 160 goals in 20? No, in 18. Yeah, so I'd, let's work that out quickly. Six, Quick how, maths. How many goals is that average in a game? I know I'm the clever one, but <laughs> clever oh, one. I'm the good-looking one. You're the clever <laughs> one. Elton <laughs> uh, oh, Palace, yeah, good win, boys, against uh, Greenwich Battle Cruisers. It's just under nine goals a game. Jesus, wait. Uh, JJ lose fifteen. Do you know what? But fair play to the boys. They, they turn up every week. They don't pay their bills. Though, do they, they don't pay their bills. Goals equal prizes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they lose fifteen two this week against the Bosco. Um, Fair play to the Bosco. Good win Fair to them. Play, Bosco. Lesser FX. Oh, they were the team get on the result on the receiving end of these types of results not so long ago. So Bosco enjoying themselves. Lesser FX. I lose to title rivals Eltham Lions Youth. They've just gone right off the ball. Lesser FX. Right? They? they really are, mate. That lesser FX. I yeah. Early title contenders up till Christmas, and then second half of the season has just been a little bit, um, a little bit poor from them. Absolutely. So now the cup games. 
and I'm going to do your one last, Gibbs. We'll give it the. Oh, did I have a cup game yesterday? We'll give it full billing. We'll give it full billing. In the Jewish Shield, Jam lose three two to Under the Radar. Um, they seem to have under the radar. Seem to have Jam's number in cup. I think under the radar just are finding a knack at the minute to yeah. win. They're getting, they're conceding goals, which is unlike them. But they're, they're not smashing teams. No, they? like last week, I believe they was two 0 down to Elton Rovers. Yep. Came back and won. I think three two. Um, they've done the same again yesterday. And they've won three two. They're just they're grinding out their results, which yep. at this stage of the season is all you can ask and all yep. you want. So fair play to them. Well done, boys. Uh, Phil again. He fancies them to push. Uh, to begin to push in the Prem Division. He'll be gutted to go out of the Cup, uh, but they do have a Cup final already. Against UTR. There. Should Against be a cracking UTR. game, actually. Get down and watch that one. President's Cup, I believe. In the Alliance Cup final, uh, Elton Rovers losing 1-0 to Red Velvet, their first ever Cup. Well done to Spencer. And yeah, well done to Spencer and the lads. Uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't an all-action-packed Cup final. Um, I watched it. If I was honest, I thought Elton Rovers were a little bit reserved. Um in the last kind of five minutes, they started attacking, and if they might have done that f- throughout the game, I think it looked it looked like it that they only had one. They was only playing one up top. Okay. Um, I might be wrong there, but that's just the way it looked. But I think if maybe if they would have had two up top, because Red Velvet were just winning everything in the air. Their, their centre backs were dominant in the air, and you just needed someone maybe to run the channels or, or take them it's wide. A big pitch to play one up. Yeah, so they've got big lumps at the back as well, yeah. haven't they? Red Velvet. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, they have. They've got some really like big They're guys, good defenders, just, yeah. uh, winning everything in the year. Um, but it was it was still a very close game to be fair. Nicely taken goal by um, the Red Velvet player, and um, they had a, a guy that whipped in some really good set pieces. But there was just no one on the end. A few crosses of kind of me across the box um, driven, but there was just no one in there for Red Velvet at the time. They did have a late goal disallowed as well for uh, offside, which. I'm not sure how he was offside because they had a defender on the line, so I don't know if it was in the build-up or anything. But the flag, the, keep him a bit off his line. the flag, the keeper out of his goal. The, yeah, the keeper was out of his goal. Second and, last defender. Then oh. That's, there's a little bit of law for you, know it. But um, but yeah, so it was a it was a tightly contested game, and um, there was a good crowd there as well. There's like 320 people there. Well done. So um, it, it was good. It was a good cup final, well supported, and um, both both teams um, fair play for him for getting there. Um, and Red Velvet just nicked it. Well done, boys. Uh, Burridge Blues progress in the Fred Jolly Memorial Trophy. 2-1 against Mottenham Park Rangers. Uh, I bet that was a real good game. Burridge Blues in the cup. Um, something special. Well done, boys. In the leader trophy uh, final, Duchess of Kent 1, Bexley Hawks 2. Um, I said yesterday on social media, Bexley Hawks are a team that keep improving year on, year in, year out. Year out. Um, they're looking good for promotion from Div 3. They've now got a leader trophy cup in the trophy cabinet. Uh, it just keeps getting better for them. Unlucky to Duchess of Kent, but Pete and the boys at Bexley Hawks, we just love seeing them win, don't we? Yeah, we do. Big fans of them. And um, I actually saw Pete yesterday afternoon and he was uh, he was well chuffed. And, um, congr- he was pissed, I imagine. No, he wasn't yet. He wasn't yet. <laughs> it was early afternoon, but congratulations to them. I think it was 2-1 at half time, so it was... Okay. Um, it was a tightly contested game as well, but um, fair play to both. But yeah, the Hawks, we like we like them to win and then congratulations on the trophy. Well done, boys. I believe that's the first cup that uh, they've won in Westford. So well done, lads. Uh, in the Fred Jolly Memorial, uh, Granite from the senior put in uh, Division 7, the Peoples to the sword, 5-0, uh, showing the gap in quality between uh, the two teams. Uh, Granite dominant and they, they're, they're uh, prizing the next round is to play you, Gibbs, because... You won on penalties after a two-all draw in tribute to 
Desmond Tutu himself in, in aid of the podcast. So thank you very much for making that happen. Mm-hmm. A 5-4 win on penalties against um, a senior team, talented team, rising talents. Gibbs, all jokes aside, you were underdogs going into this one, in my opinion. I know we banter you quite a lot, but this really does go down as easily the best win of the season for Peck and Mo. Yeah, I'd say so, to be fair. Um, we was 2-0 down and they started really quick. Uh, Nathan, the keeper, pulled off a couple of good saves. Um, Anthony saved one off the line. So we were under the cosh, no doubt about it. They got a couple of good attacking forwards. Um, but with the players we have and the, the forwards we have, we'd always know we would get sank out, out of any game, to be fair, or, or be there or thereabouts. And uh, they went, they, it was nil nil half time. They scored um, two goals, 2-0. Um, um, there's lots of banter flying about. It was it was all in in, in good stead, and um, we pulled one back um, about 20 minutes to go, and then it just kind of gave the boys a second wind. And um, three minutes to go, I told them Bob would score all game. I told them, but they weren't having it. And um, Bob got the equaliser for two two, and then uh, yeah, the, the boys were just lifted, and the, the spirit in the camp it was just great. And then uh, we went to penalties, and um, out the ten, they just they had a young lad. Um, and he, he missed his penalty. Um, fair play to him. I said to him, look, like, look um, there's lots of people that didn't want to step up. You stepped up. You was brave enough. So hold your head up high. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's, in football, you're always going to have lots of highs and lots of lows. And I'm, like for them yesterday, it was just a low day. But they've got a cup final to look forward to next week. And um, they're a good side. They play they play some football. And they had us under the cosh for a lot of the, a lot of the game. And we was having to do a lot of um, chasing and stuff that maybe we weren't used to. So we had to show a different side to us yesterday. Um, where we didn't have the ball as much and we had to earn our right to play and earn the right to um, to go forward. So it, it, it was a good a good game and a good cup game and the ref did really well. Um, it was it was just it was control it was controlled game. There was there was no like animosity or anything like that. As I say, just good banter, good goals, and everyone shook hands after. Just a really good cup game. Congrats again, mate. Uh, Southland uh, Southeast Athletic Maroon drew three with Adidas Athletic and Adidas went through on penalties. Uh, just trying to work out who they play in the semi-final. That will be Burridge I think it, Blues. I think it's Burridge or Crayford. Oh, okay. Oh, there's more rounds to go in this. Sorry, yeah, this. I think Burridge and Crayford still quarter-final. Oh, okay. Uh, so we look forward to seeing who Adidas play out of those two. Granite against Peckhamire will be a blinder. Uh, Old Fortronians lost 3-0 in the West for Shield to Footscray Lions Vets. Uh, and Villa Corks game against Greenwich Hotshots was awarded to Greenwich Hotshots after Villa Court have left the league uh, come on the shots I suppose is the cry Gibbs I'll see you on the other side for the predictions no problem keep it simple get down to play today the UK's leading app for next game availability download down to play from the app store and google play back with Jamie and the OBD SFL predictions. As usual, we are joined by John virtually um, via the power of WhatsApp with his um, predictions uh, this week. We have four games chosen by Jamie. Uh, Two cup semi-finals in with this one, which is nice. Uh, And two league games. First up this week, Jamie Lambeth All-Stars against Rocker in the senior division in the OBD SFL. Lambeth All-Stars third in the league, uh, 23 points from 13 games. Rocker sixth with 13 points from nine games. Uh, if they did win, they have four games in hand on uh, 
Lambeth, they would go above them uh, with uh, 25 points. So a lot to play, a lot at stake for Rocker in this one. Uh, Lambeth's form is pretty poor. Both teams, it must be said, have um, been in poor form. One win in three for both, which isn't good enough. Uh, they'll admit the same. Uh, Aaron Watson, the top man for uh, Lambeth All-Stars, 10 in 12 games for him. Uh, Jermaine uh, Gino has three in 13. I'm not sure Rocker put all of their goal scorers on um, full time. Uh, Jamie, what do you think on this one? It's not clean. It's not quite so cut and dry, this one, based on league positions, is it? No, for me, these are two teams who I think a lot of people expected a lot of at the start of the season. Yeah. And they kind of, they could have been teams yeah. as such. Um, Dons and Hatcham, obviously, at the top, fine out, and both look like they'll, they'll win again this weekend with their fixtures. So, interesting to see just who and that kind of pack below them was really going to step up and put something together yep. and be the best of the rest. Yep. Um, Roca, obviously, lost narrowly to Dons uh, yesterday. Lambeth lost to Dons, obviously, a few weeks ago. So, as you said, the form's not great, but they've both got squads really quality, and I think that would be a very decent game of football to watch, um, and I might do because we don't have a game. So, for me, I think it's kind of going to cancel each other out. I'm going to go for a Desmond in tribute to the man in himself. Tribute to Thank the you. man himself. Thank you very much for that on Sunday, which doesn't really help either team, but yeah, I think I can just see them cancel each other out. Uh, John back in Lambeth All Stars to win two nil. Uh, I'm actually going to go for a rocker win. All bases covered. I've seen them. I've seen them play. They're definitely they're definitely a good side. Um, resilient as well. So if they can hit Lambeth early, uh, they can definitely get a win against um, a Lambeth team. It has to be said, um, their form and and uh, and that has been mixed this season. I'm going rocker to win. It'll be tight. Two one to rocker for me. Uh, in this one, good luck to both teams though. Uh, in Division Two, we have LSU against Hayden uh, I like that you've put LSU in this Jamie they've definitely hit some form three out of three wins for them uh, Hayden uh, have two out of three LSU seventh in the league but don't let that uh, don't let that sway uh, your thoughts on the predictions for this one they are in red hot form uh, they have uh, 21 points from their 14 games uh, Hayden are fourth in the division 27 points from 16 games um, LSU don't put any goal scorers of note on their uh, full time uh, so it was, wasn't was worth they had like ones and two goals they've put on the table they've scored a lot more uh, Liam Malloy is the Hayden sharpshooter with 21 goals in 19 games he's having a, a real good season uh, Jamie Hayden really need to win this to keep their promotion hopes alive and stamp some authority for once by one of the teams up at the top in Division 2 LSU will be looking up rather than down now after their good run of form, are they going to cancel each other out? I don't think so. Um, Hayden, for me, are just a solid Division Two team this year. Um, they might well have aspirations of promotion, but I don't think they'll get there. Okay. Um, I obviously could be proven wrong with that. But um, as you said earlier, she was sitting seventh, but very much on an upward trajectory. Um, they were kind of bottom two, three, four for a lot of the, the season. So, yeah, definitely a team that are, are climbing and climbing fast. Uh, I think that form just might be enough to get them the win. They seem to be beating good. I think beat Blase, didn't they? Um, very good form. And yep. I think it's going to continue. I think they'll win 3-2 against Hayden on Sunday. LSU to win 3-2 for Jamie. Uh, LSU, of course, if they win both their games and add, go equal on points with Hayden. So that's why this is... 
A great game to call. Well, a good one for this, Jamie. Uh, John back in LSU to win 2-0. You're both going for LSU. I'll go for LSU as well. What was your guess? 3-2. Uh, 3-2. I'm going to go 3-1 to LSU uh, and John Beckham 2-0. I think Hayden will score. Um, I don't know about Hayden. Yeah, Hayden will definitely score. Uh, they're a real good side from when I saw him in the cup against Chislehurst. They didn't get the result, but they definitely played good football. Um, so, yeah, that that would be a real good game. Good luck to both teams. Um, two cup games now in the semi-finals of their individual cups. Bickley playing ground hoppers in an interesting game. Two teams that played each other a lot over the last couple of seasons. Not not this year. This is the first time, I believe, these two come together. Bickley having a fantastic season. Uh, they're fourth in the senior division. 19 points from 13 games. Uh, ground hoppers second in the Prem. Uh, 20, uh, 28 points in 14 games, obviously, in the Prem division. Bickley's form is good. Uh, two out of three wins. That last loss coming against Essie Dons. Uh, ground up has formed two of their last three games have ended in wins. Uh, Beaver, again, top of the scoring charts for Bickley. 10 in 18 games. Not bad for the old man. Uh, ground uppers have two scorers with identical records. Nine in 14 for Dennis Dockey and Ben uh, McGonial. Sorry if I've mispronounced your name. Uh, Jamie, this is going to be a good game, but I think for me, it's a strong Bickley win coming. I'm going to back them to win 3 1. Um, yeah, I think Groundhoppers, who are in that hunt for promotion to get back up, though. So they're obviously. Yeah, they're a good side. They're a good side. Yeah, la- yeah. I remember the last time I saw these two teams play, I think Bickley put 8 or 9 past them down at Sydenham. That's right. That was the same day I think Southwark and Sydenham. That was their relegate, relegation season. Yeah, right? so they've obviously changed a lot since then to be where they are now. <coughs> in the semi final, so it's a, it's a one off game. You know I mean, they all know what's at stake. But yeah, I just think Bickley are just going so well at the minute. And Groundhoppers lost at the weekend, which is a bad one. They would have wanted to come into this in good form. Uh, so yeah, you're saying 3 1. The last time we agreed, we got five points. So, <laughs> uh, oh, you'll never guess what John's gone three-one. Has he? Yeah. That'd be an arsehole. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'll go two-nil Bickley then. Two-nil Bickley. Just three-one. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> the progression of Bickley is, I think, a couple of years ago they might have lost this game. Uh, this time of the season, Bickley might have lost this game, but now. Um, they've but put they've themselves... got any games as favourites now, which is probably yeah. a bit unusual for them in recent yeah. years. It's been a it's been a while, but yeah, uh, good uh, good progress for them and ground uppers. They will be a good side, and um, this will be an excellent game. West Wickham against Manorwood is the next game. This must be a Jack Standen Cup game. Uh, West Wickham first in Division One, thirty two points from seventeen, uh, bang on form, three out of three wins, um, fifteen goals in the last three games. Uh, Manorwood are one in three. They're in half decent form, uh, not as good as they would have wanted to be. Certainly not matching their early season form. Jamie, uh, Jack Walden, Walder, sorry, is the West Wickham top scorer, eighteen in fifteen. Uh, Thomas Puttock as eleven in nine. Jamie, um, are we backing anything but a West Wickham win after their fantastic form lately? <laughs> it looks likely. Um... Although Manorwood had a great result over a team in that division in Exposed Craven to get through to the semi, so could be that they are focusing on the cup. 
because <laughs> um, they, they got to the Vic Farrell final a couple of seasons ago so obviously no stranger to getting yeah. deep in cup competitions yep. but I think Westwick are just a, a, a step too far I think um, they're going really well in the division as we've seen for their form beating good teams as well I don't think um, they should have any trouble unfortunately for Manorwood on Sunday um, I think it's going to be 4-1 a West Wickham 4-1 I'm going to go 5-1 then because they're scoring goals for fun at the moment uh, John has backed West Wickham 2-0 we're all going West Wickham uh, just a quick scan through some of the fixtures for this coming weekend uh, some big games obviously uh, Blase Ballers play New Beckenham uh, tomorrow night that's Tuesday night at Avery Hill on the 3G that'll be an excellent game uh, two teams fighting it out at the top of Division 2 come together in the Jack Standon Cup it's an excellent one Blendon against Essie Dons is always fireworks that'll be fantastic Hatcham desperate to win this week against Kamazi after a bad month for them results wise um, Kenningwell the wall go again after drawing this week That'll be interesting. Uh, Beck, uh, Beckenham Rovers against South London Panthers. Two teams battling out at the bottom of the Prem division. Beckenham Rovers will be desperate for a win. And Matt and his young uh, team will want to continue uh, getting some good results. Uh, Alpington Westrum. Hopefully Westrum back to football after uh, a troublesome couple of weeks and a sad couple of weeks. Hopefully the boys can get back on the football pitch and get focused on that after losing uh, a friend of theirs. Uh, Crayford Arrows and Old Langlians uh, have a double banker this week. That'll be good. Crayway against, um, uh, Wilgar, sorry, against Crayford Arrows Reserves. Very unlucky to miss out on Games of the Week chat this week. Just keeping it fresh. Crayford Arrows Reserves yeah, they, have been on it quite a lot. Uh, Ministry of Ball play Broccoli Reserves. That could be a good game. Phoenix Sports 4 against SMCA. Hayes and Pickers, Kingsdale, the pick of the games in Div 5 for me. Uh, SE Lions against the Colts. Come on, the Colts. Um, they go this weekend. Uh, Jamie, where are you guys? <coughs> uh, Lion and Muscatcher on Sunday morning. Oh, you've got no game. At the moment, we've got no game, so um, unlikely we'll be given one. So I might go out and have a little wonder and see. I'll probably just end up walking down to Kenningwell, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Jamie, have a good week, and I'll speak to you next week. Thank you. So now back with the Southern Sunday and Graham and the predictions for the games on Sunday, the 10th of April. Um, sadly, uh, for the pun fans amongst us, uh, Dan has failed to submit his predictions. No points as yet. Daniel, uh, Daniel, Daniel. Hugo, as usual, reliable, dependable Hugo has got his um predictions in let's get straight into it andrew just on that if we know that knew that he wasn't going to do that we could have invited deportivo la Coruña as guest predictors this week you know we could have had some cow puns yeah i'm getting a bit sick of it by the way boys uh, <laughs> uh no thank you very much i love the interaction with it's the been very good this week i like the um i like the uh the marvel with the uh the image was very good wasn't it did you yeah. see that yeah yeah excellent fantastic uh, Let's let's move on. <laughs> we move. Right, seven Sunday games, four games as usual. Uh, chosen by uh, Graham, our contributor. Uh, all important games. A contributor. I've been called worse. <laughs> yeah, I did say contributor. Ah, oh, now that's below the belt. Uh, Ken Bailey Cup quarterfinal is our first one. 
this game is between Atletico Buble and Wimbledon Commoners, both teams applying their trade in the Bob Dixon League One. Am I right? You are wrong. I'm wrong. Atletico are in Division Two, aren't they? Yeah, two, two. They're in two, and Commoners are in one. First mistake of the day. Not too bad at That's the time right. of at the time of recording. I did one earlier. It's fine. Uh, Atletico Buble season. Let's go through the league. They're sixth in League Two. Um, I don't. They can they can jump a couple of places, but it looks like they're going to finish between fourth. Uh, and seventh, perhaps where they are, um, a good season for them, a good a good uh, Christmas period as as all Bublé's have. Um, Nineteen points from fifteen games, uh, six losses, a minus five goal difference, probably telling the tale uh, of Bublé's season while they'll be finishing mid table. Uh, their last three games have been two draws uh, and a loss, so not in fantastic form. They drew with Norton, resurgent Norton, uh, seem to have taken the place of Bublé. Uh, in the form in the form books, um, they took they started where Bublé left off. Um, South London beat them two one, and Riversdale Rovers. They're now sadly relegated. Riversdale Rovers, unfortunate. Uh, miss out. Uh, they drew with them. Uh, their goal scorers this year: uh, Russell West, eighteen in eleven with three assists, eleven goal involvements for Russell uh, in eleven games. Well played. Uh, Adam Mary or Adam Marie, sorry, four goals in 19 games, one assist. So the goal scorer is there for Atletico. And he's a centre. He's a centre back. So I'm sure they were a probably maybe penalties or headers from corners. Probably yeah. a bit light on the on the goals there. No sort of talismanic striker uh, for the boys. Wimbledon Commoners though, uh, they're top of their division, uh, Division One, the Bob Dixon League One. Sorry, 29 points from 15. Uh, just two losses in their 15 games so far this season, plus 17 goal difference, um, just under the two-point average that I like to see for my teams fighting for promotion, Graham. Are they going to miss out? Um, that will be very interesting. London Ravens uh, sat poised, waiting for uh, for this game in hand that will put them above Wimbledon Commoners and Junction Elite with five in hand, probably the favourites to go uh, as champions in League One. But let's see what happens. Wimbledon Commoners, their last three games, they beat London Ravens in the Marcus Lipton yesterday. Tight they beat, game. They beat South City 3-2. Two, two excellent wins, Good it has win, to be yeah. said. Uh, and they saw off Brixton uh, Town, um, who are going to be playing League Two football next season. You think? It's looking like that, but while there's a chance, there's a chance. While there's a will, there's a way. Uh, they saw off Brixton Town 3-2. Uh, you have to go back quite some way for Wimbledon uh, Commoners' last loss. Let's keep scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. They lost to Putney Pacers on the 7th of November. Mad, what a run. It? What a run. Uh, Putney Pacers gutted uh, to miss out on, on that. Um, they're just sitting outside the relegation zone themselves. Wimbledon Commoners' top scorer uh, this season. Uh, Aldo Williams, 21 goals in 17. That's what you want to see. Uh, 11 in 21 for Chad Moody. I've done a joke about his name before. I'm not doing you it have. again. Don't go there. <laughs> Josh Kelzel, eight in 15. I'm uh, just going to say, though, I could do one. So that's that's a good use of the word moo there. In there, there, there isn't there. There's moody. a, there's a moody. Yeah, He doesn't play for, like, for Deportivo, like Alrunia, though. If he did, it'd be a great fit. Uh, Ellis McLennan, just the one game played for Wimbledon Commons. I just want to give him a shout because he scored four in one game for them. Uh, a good player. Right, so Graham. 
the predictions and no Dan this week. So it's going to be pretty, it's going to at least cut five minutes off per game here because we haven't got a <laughs> well, Because we don't have to rip the P out of him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, the predictions then. Hugo is back in the commoners 3-1. I have to say you can only see a commoners win here against Buble. They've sort of dipped form-wise massively. Uh, the commoners are in bang, bang on in form. Um, scoring goals, averaging uh, just under three a game in their in their uh, League One, um, conceding over one a game though. So I can see Buble scoring, although they haven't got any massive goal scorers in the team. They have scored consistently. I'm going to go three one. Hugo says I'm going to go four one to Wimbledon okay. Commoners. I think this is going to be strong. They've had a good win against London Ravens uh, this week, um, but yeah, I fancy the Commoners to be to be handsome winners this week. Uh, They're going to be the common people by the end of the uh, end of the day. Yeah, into the, the Ken Bailey semi-final. Do we know this? Who, who awaits them or is that one quarter-final still to be played? So the Ken Bailey, Selhurst are in the final. Right. Um, so they're two rounds uh, ahead in that and then they will play Barking Mad in the semi-final. The winners of this play Barking Mad. You have to put Wimbledon Commoners, Wimbledon Commoners and Selhurst. What a game. What a game for the final. That's 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 what the Stop form book is. Stop jumping ahead now. Stop jumping ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Barking Mad. Um, yeah, that's that's their season resting on that game, isn't it? This this semi-final Barking Mad finished their league season. They did yesterday, yeah. That's I spoke it. to them. Uh, but what a good what a good year then for Barking Mad. Uh the next one in the Prem is a big game. Must it needs win. no introduction, this one, of how no important this one is. And I would have been negating in my responsibilities had I not put this one in. I know we try and mix it up, but let's have a, there's nothing wrong with dipping into the the, the uh, Supreme Trophies Graham Dodd Premier uh, on this one. Swag play AFC Putney. Swag, the early season uh, favourites to win the Prem Division. Their cup exploits distracting them somewhat from uh, their league games. They've only played eight games uh, the middle in the middle of um, April. Just the eight games played, three wins. Uh, five draws, they'll be cheesed off with that. Just plus six for them in their eight games. Not been amazing in the uh, league this season. No, and only 16 goals scored. Yeah, not not good for them. Maybe they've um, had maybe the focus during the cup, the County Cup um, run um, has distracted them from the league. Um, Let's have a look at their form. Swag's form, uh, lost against Cosmos this week in the uh, Frank Blundstone. Uh, yep. and, and they drew with Wimbledon Town last league game out and they beat Bath Old Boys comfortably. Textbook win 2-0 against Bath Old Boys, which looks like a real good win now, it must be said, uh, in the previous round of the Frank Blundstone. Uh, Swag's top goal scorers, there won't be many um, because they haven't scored that many goals in the in the league. Jonas uh, M. Hatsian has scored five in 15. Remember, this is this is Southern Sunday um Stats only because we don't get the London Cup uh, information through on this part of it. Hopefully, we do next season. Next season, hopefully. Tom Clements four in eight, Louis Duncan uh, four in twelve, and Luke Leeper um, good in the air three in nine games for him. Uh, not amazing for Swag, really. No, I'm just seeing Ryan there as well. Ryan Pepperell, he plays in the middle of the park three. Louis up top. I mean, that's unusual for him. I was probably thought he would have been on a better return than that, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, very low for them this year for some reason. Not quite sure why. 
plenty of games to play. Don't forget, we're we're looking at that them numbers, forgetting perhaps that they've played just the eight league games. Maybe at the end of these five games in hand, uh, they'll have uh, another a couple of strikers with uh, with six, seven, eight goals added. Well, what's to their that going to? Well, that's what's that going to look like? We'll come on to predictions in a second. You know, if they don't get the win this week, you know, all of a sudden it's five games in hand, but you've got a sixteen. Is it a sixteen point deficit then potentially yeah. to make up? At the moment, it's in their hands. But let's talk about Putney sitting top of the pile. Um, and the away team on the day, so 27 points from 13. Uh, over the two points per game threshold that, that uh, I like. Uh, plus 23 goal difference for the boys. Only two losses in their 13 games. Uh, their form uh, is a draw. Uh, their last game played at the end of March against... Albion, which looks like a real, um, a real slip up, a missed opportunity for Putney. Uh, but that was great... that week where Swag and Wimbledon drew one all, and then uh, that was last week, and then Putney and Albion drew. Okay. It's um, funny old, funny old results. Very funny. Putney winning three two the game before that uh, against Clapham Rovers, and two all the week before that against Ballum. So not really an amazing form. No losses there. But really, you'd expect them um, on yesterday's evidence. I would have expected a top team, top of the division, to beat Albion. Maybe that was the big, the last, the last day, the last week. Albion, Albion got any sort of squad together? Who knows? Um, but you have to go all the way back to uh, the end of November for a Putney loss, and that was against Wimbledon Town two-one in the Frank Blundstone Cup. Uh, they've only lost the two games in the league. The last league loss was Southwest Rangers at the end of October. So they're having a good old time of it. Uh, League-wise, their top goal scorer this season um, is Elton uh, Guioni, 14 and 14 for him. Uh, good return. Uh, Tess for low, 5 in 14. The goal scorers drop off after uh, Elton, who... Uh, having a good old time Sunday you morning. were trying to get in a um, Elton John pun there is what you were trying to do weren't you I Sunday, could see in your mind Sunday mornings for fighting for Elton he's he's putting a fight in for this uh, this uh, this championship for them well right. he wants to be the rocket man I'm sure <laughs> yeah he looks certainly is right enough of that crap Dan's not on the, Dan's <laughs> I, not, Dan's I knew not. where you were going with it Andrew that's the we almost you know we're not in the same room at the moment but we we're almost working it's like telepathy where I can see what's going on in your mind before it's even come that's really weird yeah you shouldn't be able to see how hard my mind works via zoom but it was working it was working over time to try and find something there right Hugo's prediction he's saying Desmond in tribute to the man himself ah, very good um I'm I don't know what to go where to go on this one I must admit, um, I, I I think this is going to be, I think Swag are going to win this. I'm going to back Swag to win. It's must win for them. Uh, and they they have won in very big games before. I'm going to go Swag to win 2-1 um, against anything the table's telling us. Uh, we can see Putney have scored over three a game, nearly four a game. Uh, uh, yeah, nearly four a game, but not quite. Swag, Swag is two a game. Yeah. Swag two a game. Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going two one to Swag. Let's go. They don't that. concede many though. No, they don't. Just a, just over average of a goal a game. Elton's going to do the map. Going to uh, fire Putney a goal. They seem to start. He seems to, when he plays, they score a goal. So uh, they start the game one nil up. But I think Swag 
They'll, I they'll... think from a swag perspective, I think if they if they can get through, I think you know they'll be pleased that they're still standing really at the end. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, let's move on, please. Yes, yes, I've got Le- one. League, <laughs> League eight, League <laughs> eight, League eight. It's fun it's... doing this, isn't it? It is fun. Monday LB against Bellum and Clapham Albion. Uh, this, of course, the promotion place is sorted in this division. Monday LB and Rosendale up, but we still need to uh, identify the champions of League 8, neck and neck. Yeah, I think this is an attractive-looking fixture, this one. It is. Um, Mundi LB, 13 games played, 34 points um, promoted. Uh, job done. Uh, they won't be playing in League 8 next season. Will they have a trophy to take with them into League 7? Let's wait and see. Um, just the one loss for Mundial, uh, a plus 39 goal difference for them. Uh, their form, a 7-1 win this weekend, just gone against Dara. A 4-2 win against East Putney and a loss on uh, penalties to um, promotion rivals Rosendale Sports first after a one-all draw. It went to Pens and Rosendale getting the job done in a real good rivalry that's um, developed between these two teams. I think there's a lot of mutual respect between the two of them as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, uh, Fantastic to see. Oliver Kent for Mundi LB. Uh, 25 in 12 for him. One assist, so 26 goals involvements in 12 games is unbelievable. Phenomenal. Oliver, what a season. Uh, 16 in 15 has Charlie Craig uh, with three assists as well. So 19 in 15. Uh, Dem- Darmad Flynn has 12 in 14 with two assists. 14 in 14 for him. Um, they're, the t- they're the top three boys for uh, Mundial B, and that's the that's the stats that wins your championships. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, that separates the men from the boys. That one definitely. Um, and they're they're playing Ballum and Clapham Albion, third place, um, all but um, secured for them. Oh, it's secured. Yep, they can't do anything else. Actually. No, this is a dead rubber for them. But I'm sure that they'll want to beat any potential uh, champions to this division. Their last three. Uh, Bellum and Clapham Albion got a draw against Rosendale, so showing that they still got some fight in them. Uh, a one-all draw. They lost 7-0 to Rosendale Sports the week before, um, and they lost to Kudos Athletic Seconds 2-1 the week before that. Um, so Bellum probably showing just how they've missed out this last few weeks, um, really seeing off their, their title hopes, Graham. Yeah, I think so. But I mean, one thing that I would say across all of the divisions, you know, as well as I do, Andrew, you've been around a long time. You know, we know that in the summer that teams come and go. We know that the constitution is not always a strict two up kind of two down basis. And you'd look at someone like Ballam and Clapham Albion that if there were was a vacancy that, that got in a division above, you know, you'd want them to be as close to that top two as possible to justifying moving them about. So, you know, um, I would just say to the teams that are kind of hovering around in, in third spot, you know, we do have gaps in the constitution and things are going to have to be juggled about. So, yep. you know, they're one of those teams that you would look at and identify that, yeah, they could more than hold their own in the division above. They haven't come to the top two, but we've got a gap. We've got a vacancy. So I think it is important for the likes of Ballum, um, you know, to, to, to finish out their season and try yep. and get as many points on the board as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, their top boy is Lawrence Brown, 12 in 13. Uh, Kieran Brereton uh, has six in 11. So quite a drop-off to the second goal scorer of the season uh, for Ballum and Clapham Albion. Uh, Graham, this isn't going to be quite an easy one to call. No, uh, I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. Mundial winning this puts them three points above 
Um, Rosendale, their rivals with two to play, uh, three points ahead with two to play. Mundi LB have played Rosendale twice. Uh, so this is a bit of pressure on Rosen, uh, on Mundial to get this job done. No pressure on Bellum and Clapham, Albin, whatsoever, other than a bit of pride and to try and... I think they will points. keep it honest. I think yeah, they will I'd... keep it honest. They are that sort of team. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, Hugo has backed Mundial 3-2. Close, yeah, he yeah, thinks that's, close. That's a fair shout. And I think I'm going to go for a similar uh, tight score. I can, Mundial, I think, will win. That, that front line for them, I don't know where the boys play, if they're forwards or or wingers or whatever, but it seems that with those amount of goal scorers, three goal scorers scoring that amount of goals, clearly an attacking team will go for it. 61 Six. goals there in 13, Andrew, is frightening. Yeah, so that's that, four goals four goals a game. Frightening. Over, over four goals a game. Um, you can't see beyond Mundial. Ballam and Clapham Alvin, we know they'll go out and this, this is their last game of the season. They'll want to go out of a bang, so I expect them to get on the score sheet. Uh, but I'm going Mundial to win 3-1. Oh, I thought you might have gone for a 4-1 or a 4-2 there. No, I can see three. I can see three. And uh, with Dan not playing this week, it's a big opportunity for me to catch up with him. <laughs> him and Ryan were bragging about the scores that they were they were oh, really? the, the dream team. So I'm glad. They should that... know. They should know that you don't um, celebrate until it's done and dusted and that the trophies are given out. They should know that. Absolutely. Right, the last one. Thank you to... Uh, Hugo, for all of your predictions again this week. The last game that we are predicting is in League Nine. Your favourite division. Probably is my favourite division, to be fair. Um, League 10, I think St Andrews have been pretty dominant. Um, we've given them the shout-outs, despite the shout of a new, clearly new listener uh, to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. What was the guy's name? Edson. Now, Edson is the sort of the head of football there at the, at the club. He's the club secretary. So um, I'd be very surprised if he hasn't been listening up to now, but it appears that he hasn't. He hasn't. We who, shout him out every week. Who doesn't listen to the Silk Grassroots Podcast Network? Somebody, got, that's, somebody that's got bad hearing? We've got a show every day, Monday to Friday, for all of your grassroots football needs. Absolutely. Anyway, this is the game. But he's on board now, I think. I think we've yeah. got him on board now. It's like, hang on a minute. We haven't given you a shower. We shout about you every week from yeah. the rooftops. Yeah. And you can you can probably, you'll be on in a month's time, uh, Edson, to talk about um, your future plans for St. Andrews when you see him by that in a month's time, everything will be probably done and dusted for you in the season. Um, this game. And actually, can I just say on St. Andrews, he might do the treble. Yeah, they could do, couldn't they? The treble is on. And Hugo has spoken about them and said what a, what a good team they are. And we expect them to jump. Is, is several divisions fair enough to several, say? Several, I think, is fair. It'll be definitely sort of four up, four league four upwards, I would expect. Um, but let's do that, actually. Once we've done the predictions, let's touch on St Andrews a little bit and talk about that possible treble. And that's not in response to Edson plea on Twitter. No, he didn't plea to talk about the treble. I actually went back to him and said, Let's talk about the treble. Let's so, right. So this is the this is the game we're talking about. Not St Andrews League Nine, the craziest league Madness. in in Sunday football. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> Anywhere uh, in the whole Nine. of football in the whole of the UK. <laughs> yeah, Venetia Dons sitting third, um, and they're looking a little bit. They're unlucky. Venetia Dons is just falling off a little bit for them at the end of the season. Third place. Um, in the league, 31 from 15, uh, still three to play, though. So plenty of football uh, for them to play. They sit uh, on the same points as Vauxhall Virgins in second, um, 
who have, who have played two games less, five behind the Cows, um, who are uh, sitting at the top, 36 played. Um, I mean, we've in- talked about these teams, haven't we? Let's be, we, until the Cows come home, we have talked about all these teams. <laughs> we have, uh, we have. Um, Deportivo, <laughs> in the, not in the driving seat though, Vauxhall Virgins, two games in hand, puts them top by a point. So this division very much still on. Venetia Don's form this season, 31 in 15, as I've said, they've lost four with a plus 20 goal difference. Um, their last three, they beat Borussia Battersea, as you say, often been the bridesmaid in these big games um, yeah. involving the um, the top teams in the division. Sad for them because they really did look um, promising uh, earlier parts of the season. Uh, the Cows beat um, Dons 2-0 uh, and Rosendale Reserves were seen off by, uh, by Venezia Dons in the third of these three form games. Uh, 4-3, closer than uh, expected. Uh, Venezia Dons, their last loss, as I say, was Deportivo, but they had a good little run. Yeah. Um, beat, uh, highlighted a couple of um, defeats to Vauxhall Virgins in in the last month or so, uh, going back to November. Sorry, should I say? Probably why they just they need they need some snookers uh, to see this promotion over the line. But well, I think Graham, they'll need the result this week for sure. I think, as you said earlier, though, um, they have Graham, to win all of them. I think probably. Guy Bevan Thomas is the top man for the. He is their Bonds. top man. Their club secretary as well. Fourteen in sixteen. Uh, goals, games in, for per goal for him. Uh, goals per game for him. Five assists in there as well. So nineteen goal um, involvements in sixteen games is decent. Uh, Sam Timmins nine in thirteen. Michael Calra has six in twelve. So guy very much um, their talisman and and their they look like they're relying on a guy to get the games over the line. Um, just my computer's just frozen a little bit there. Uh, their opponents on the day, Brick Sustain had a fantastic season. Um, still in with a still in with an outside chance. Um, they need the two wins to equal. They need the two wins from their two games in hand. 25 played 13, um, 25 points in 13 games. Brick Sustain need those two games in hand yep. to beat amongst it. Um, yeah. with I think this is points. a must win really for both teams. I think the loser of this probably is going to fall out of it. Yeah, I think so. Brick sustained season, uh, four losses plus 10 goal difference. Uh, Brick sustains last three games in form. They haven't played since the 20th of yeah, March. Yeah, they had, they had a bereavement. So there's, they've been off for two weeks, but they obviously they're back this week. Fantastic. Um, hopefully they can get the wins uh, for their bereaved um, club. Um, I think I'm wrong to say bereavement. I don't know whether it was a bereavement. I think it, it was sickness and they, you know, they had to go back home to Portugal. So apologies, okay. it might not be a bereavement. It might okay. just be sick, but something along those along those lines. Uh, any reason not to play football, Should you should get back to winning ways as quickly as you possibly can. Uh, their last game was a win against uh, Bruce Bat- Brucia Battersea in the Dil- Dylan Rigobert Trophy. Yeah, that was the semi-final, yeah. Uh, so Brick sustain in the final. Extra a win, time. A win yeah, they play, they play St Andrews in the final of that. A good final. Then Vauxhall Virgin saw off Brick sustain um, in the middle of March on the 13th, 3-1. And uh, in, in the, the game before that, in the Dylan Rigobert Trophy, at the beginning of March, they beat Clapham Athletic. But good, they've been in generally good form. Uh, just the loss of Vauxhall Virgin standing out. But since then, you have to go back to the end of January, yeah. which is their last loss, yeah. interestingly, against the Dons. Can we yeah. even can we consider that when we're making our predictions now? 
Nearly no, I don't later. think so. I think the division's moved on. I think the, I, I think we know we know who the who the runners and the riders are now. I think um, it has over the time it has sort of sorted itself out. I mean, at one point there was about seven or eight teams in, and I think now we're down to probably four or five. I think so too. I don't think Brixton Stain have put all their goal scoring information on. Bless uh, them again. Jan Powell has three and seventeen, evidently. Uh, but they they've only got. Uh, six, eight goals logged on full time. So I'm not going to uh, read those out. I don't think the guys uh, have put their information on. Graham, the game between Venezia Dons and Brixton Stain last time out, as I, as I said, at the end of January, is a win for the Dons. I, I don't think sh- that matters. I think Brixton Stain so. have really improved since then. They've obviously yep. got to a cup final. They've beaten some good sides to get there as well. Venezia Don's form has dropped off from where that was early season as well. So I think the two teams are, they've come from very different places, but actually I think they're now quite level pegging. Hugo back in Brixton 3-1, which that's I think a statement. A, that's a lively, that's a lively prediction. That, and that's got me thinking. That's one out the top draw. That is, that's, um, He's not on the fence, Mr. Campos. Not on the fence. Very good. I, I can't see it being a draw, I must admit. Both teams, I go with only, that. they've only drawn one game each. Yeah, all I season. go with that. Lost identical games. Um, I mean, everything says it could be a draw. Goal different, the, the goal difference is, well, 10 different, but actually the kind of the four is not too dissimilar and the against is not too dissimilar, is it? No. It's a close game. Very close game. I'm going to back. Do you know what? Because uh, Hugo is back, Brick sustain. I'm going to go for the Dons because just to make that a little contest between the two of us. Very good. Uh, I'm going to back them to win. It's going to be tight. I'm going to go 2-1. Just the goal. I'm looking at that goal difference. Plus 20 for the Dons. 10 for Brick sustain. So 2-1 to the Dons. That's my reasoning and I'm sticking to it. Fine. Good. And for the loser of this game, they're out of it? Uh that would move Venezia Dons 16 games to 34. Um, Brixton Stain would have two games. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that nine point, they'll, they'll need, they need to win this. They need to win their games in hand just to get equal on points. Yeah. And, and will they will they score 10 goals? In Looks too much, doesn't it? Does a little bit. Sadly for Brixton Stain. So this is, um, yeah, must win for Brixton Stain. And good luck to both teams. This is a real good game. And exactly the reason you shouldn't take your eyes off um, the lower divisions in uh, Sunday League football. So, Graham, St Andrews, you wanted to just mention. Well, let's let's discuss who have they got in. So the league, twelve played, thirty-four points from that. No losses, one draw. Surprisingly, uh, plus fifty goal difference. I, I, as good as Masvida are, um, they need gonna... a point for promotion, six points to win the league. So that could be done and dusted quite quickly. Um, on goal if, if they're going to win it on goal difference they need 6.7 points to win the title yeah uh, 40 yes to go one point realistically one. it's 6 isn't it because Masvida can only get and their goal difference is different by 13 so realistically 6 points and they've, they're up on goal difference aren't they because Masvida won't have any more games absolutely so the Cups who, who are they facing so they've the got Brick Sustain in the final of the Dylan Rigobert now we've just discussed Brick Sustain uh, you know, they're going to be, you know, tough opponents, but on paper with the way that the two seasons of uh, uh, two teams seasons have panned out yep. St. Andrews, you know, with the, the goals for and against, you know, they go in as 
favourites, but you know you never know what's going to happen on a on a cup final. Yeah. And then, what do you reckon to the um, the game against uh, Ballum this week in the quarter on the quarter final of the, the Lipton? Uh, Division Ten against Premier Division. I mean, it's you know the Premier Division teams just don't don't. You wouldn't be much. surprised if they upset them, would you? Not at all. Just nothing I mean, shocks me anymore about it. I mean, it would be a huge, a huge, huge upset. Um, even still, with knowing how good St Andrews are, it's a massive upset for them to beat a team around the top of the Prem. Uh, the Marcus Lipton, though, nothing's a surprise in that cup this season, to be fair. Um, I, I wouldn't even want to predict that. It could go It could go to extra time and penalties, that one, couldn't it? Totally agree. And, and if they were by... Um, a huge shock to have got through that game. Obviously, we're going to do the draw shortly. Yeah. You know, you've got Argentina there from League Six. You've got Wimbledon Commoners from League One and Wimbledon Wolves from League Two. You know, if they were to get through against Ballum, I mean, that's a, a tricky game against any of those remaining three and it really would be up for grabs, wouldn't it? Is there any championship clubs left in the Marcus Lipton? No. So you've got the big cut. In we've got Sunday. League Six, which are Argentina. Yeah, we've got Wimbledon Commoners, which are League One. One. We've got Wimbledon Wolves that are League Two, two. and then we've got Ballon Moor St Andrews, which is Prem and League Ten. That's absolutely brilliant. It's, it's, it, 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 I keep bigging this up. I can't tell you. Do if not Ballon see. lose this week, if Ballon lose this week, no Premier teams in the cups in the finals. Yeah. Ballon really flying the flag for the for the. It's, it's extraordinary what's happened in this Marcus Lipton. I've never known anything like it. Do not seed cup draws. Never Definitely seed not. cup draws. Never. Why should you give it. the teams the protection? Why should you? Yeah, St Andrews though, fantastic. It's season. on, isn't it, for him? It's on. It's on. It's on. Very much on. Uh, the way the season's gone, the year of the underdog and all that stuff. In League 10, they've South London Pekin left to play, who you think they would roll over. Uh, Junction Elite fifths. Sorry, Aaron, but that's a, a St Andrews comfortable win all day long. Yeah. Uh, Club International the Football Clapham could be Same a tough again. a tough game, but um, they've had a good they've had a good season on their standards, but St Andrews will be comfortable. And old Sartonians, you'd expect 15 points from uh, four, 12 points from those four league games. Uh, and the league to be sewn up before they... Before and if the, the league is sewn up before, you know, they might not even play all these games. They might not even get played. So we'll see if the title's done and, you know, there are no pitches, etc. You know, we might throw the towel in. We'll see. Let's see what happens. Right. Before we end the Southern Sunday... The big Sunday business segment. of the day, the most important thing that we're going to do today all day. <laughs> the Marcus Lipton semi-final uh, cup draw. And final. Because we like final. to draw the final. Because who's going to get the home dressing room? Yeah, the dressing room and the kit and all that stuff. Um, that's important to the teams. Right, so I've got four um, bits of paper that I'm just going to do like this, Graham. You can see you're adjudicating. I am. There's the in my of paper. In, yeah, I can see that in my independent capacity as the chair. Yeah, chief adjudicator. So I'm just going to pick one at random, uh, try and get the camera in the thing, Yeah, whatever that one is. First out, when are these games due to be played, Graham? That's 24th of April. 24th of April. First up is number one. So number one, that is Argentina of League Six. Just shuffling the uh, the balls again um, in the, the cup draw, not the anything else. Uh, <laughs> number four. 
And they will play AFC Bullham or St. Andrews. Cool. Who obviously played their quarterfinal this weekend. Argentina against either of those two. What a game that's going to be. Right. Uh, so we one. know what the other game is going to be, but we'll yep. draw it out. Uh, We're going to have a derby. Number three. Number three is Wimbledon Wolves of League Two. And they are playing. Number two. And they will play number two, Wimbledon Commoners of League One. So that concludes the semi-final draw for the Marcus Lipton Cup. And those semi-final ties will be played on Sunday, the 24th of April at Neutral Grounds. Fantastic. So this is the, the final draw. Uh, do you just game the, the Wimbledon Wolves and the, um, the Commoners game becomes game two, does it? It most certainly does. And the St Andrews, Ballum, and the uh, who's the who's the first team out of the hat is Argentina. That's that's game one, yeah. Correct. Okay, right. First out in the home dressing room and home kit. Game number two. So game number two. So that is um, the Wimbledon Wolves or Wimbledon Commoners. They will be the home team for the final. And they. Away team will be number one, and that's obviously Argentina against Ballum or St Andrews. Absolutely fantastic, uh, Graham. What's your game this week? Before we go, what is my game this week? So I'm yeah. doing League Six this week. I'm doing uh, Poplar Rovers against Junction Elite third team in League Six. So uh, listening, going to look forward to listening to the boys on the podcast this week, and uh, yeah. They can go one step closer to um, securing the uh, the title this week. But uh, obviously, Argentina have still got those games in hand. So we'll see how that pans out. Thank you, Graham, for your time today. Uh, we've spent a long time talking about the Southern Sunday today. Enjoyed I it. I could spend all day, mate, it, doing that. I could spend all day. Enjoyed it as usual. Um, and I'll speak to you next week. And uh, hopefully, uh, I'll have spoken to Poplar Rovers and we'll have a good show next week for the Southern Sunday. Stay safe. Keep well. Have a good one. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Back with Roger and the Quota Municipal um, predictions. Uh, I think we've predicted every, we've got every game uh, to choose from, apart from your double banker this weekend. We'll go through all the fixtures first and then yep. we'll pick our games of the week because uh, there's not there's not too many uh, fixtures this week. Uh, London Warriors, Saha 11, uh, a double banker. I haven't seen cool. one of those in the Quota Municipal so far this season. Um, no. You boys look to catch up on your... Um, league fixtures. Yep. And uh, yeah, that'll be an interesting one. Uh, London Warriors actually haven't kicked a ball um, for a while, so I'm not sure what's happened with them. Um, their season is a mid-table um, thing. You're only uh, you're only four points behind. So if you win these two games, once you go above them, you go on to 21 points, which puts you into third place. Yeah. Um, and that will be above Woodside as well, whose season is seemingly finished. Um, yeah. So. The, the top three finish could be on for you boys with, with two wins this weekend. Yeah. And a, a second, a second is still within reach as well. I think just, um, so, you know, there's still a lot to play for for us, still all to play for in fact. So yeah. we, 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 we want to finish the season after, after our poor season. And like I spoke about earlier on, like, like our, our league's form has been poor this year, but we want to finish it on a high. And, and if we can, if we can nick, 
if we can nick top three and you know sneak into second place, I think that we we can look back on that and say it's after a start, it's, it's a successful season. Definitely. Uh, the other fixtures uh, in Div Two: Gold Coaching against Kaizen. In Div Three: Souls against South London Royals Reserves. Uh, Fort Neath Rangers against Chelsham Athletic reserves um in the league challenge cup the other semi-final uh played this weekend south sea wanderers against addiscombe casuals that's a very very interesting game we'll surely see uh south south sea wanderers the sharks i don't think they will be they are the sharks this week that's for sure um a tough game against addiscombe casuals they will want to win this cup after disappointment uh coming so close uh, and actually being the favourites for a week or so to be the uh, league title, the Prem League, the Prem Division champions, um, yeah. they'll be looking to get this cup in the bag. Uh, what a good game that will be. Uh, in the Senior Cup, PSG play Quirden JFC. That's the semi-final of the Senior Cup. Uh, and the Invitational Cup side B sees uh, Qu- uh, Sinistad JFC and Santola come together in the semi-final. Uh, Rog, the games we are predicting this week... Uh, gold coaching against Kaizen gets the cut, makes the cut. Um, yeah. Let's go through the league tables for these two. Gold coaching. Uh, let's get the table up. Gold coaching are fifth in Division Two. Uh, their season not quite done yet. Look, they've got one more game to play. Uh, yeah. They can finish. Um, they can overtake Kaizen. So I guess that's why you've made this one uh, game of the week. They can go above them. Uh, 23 points in 15 games, uh, plus 13 goal difference for gold coaching, uh, 49 scored, 36 against. Um, interesting season for them so far. Uh, their form, they've lost their, one of two of their last three and drawn one. So they're not going into this in good form. They did draw against Union uh, last game out as well. Um the goal coaching top goal scorer for the season is N. Kelly, uh, 18 goals in 19 games. Uh, B. Golding has 11 in 15 and H. Allen 10 in 16. So they certainly have some firepower. Uh, Kaizen, their, uh, their season so far, uh, or the season so far, they've got two more games to play in the league. 24 points from 14. Uh, six six losses, eight wins, plus six goal difference. Um, that's not good enough, uh, Roger, is it? Sorry, I need to call you Graham. Yeah, Roger. Uh, plus six isn't good enough, is it? It's not. It's not. No. Um, they've they've been they've they've had a couple of really good results of Kaizen, um, yep. but just they've just not managed to sort of string a, a number of results together, um, which is which has been their downfall. I think early on in the season, I, I think I was tipping them to sort of be amongst it. Um, but they, like I said, they, they, they've not been able to string a, a, a number of results together and, 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 and that's been their downfall. I think that's what they need to sort of try and improve on next season is getting 11 players to a game um, and then putting a run of results together. I'm not sure all of their goal scorers this season are on, um, are on uh, me too because they've their top goal scorers, six goals in seven games. Maybe they do chop and change their their team quite a bit, um, yep. but we can see they're missing quite a few of the goal scorers uh, for their thing. But E Licker or Liker is their top goal scorer, um, six in seven. Uh, Jay Marnie, six in 12, uh, 10 of those being starts. Uh, C Myrie Smith, 
has six in 12 as well. Um, and V Nuasu, six in nine. So I think we're missing quite a few goal scorers there. Kaizen's uh, form, uh, one win last time out. They've had their last four games awarded to them, actually. So they haven't, they haven't played football for such a long time by the looks of it. Um, Rog? No. Strange, isn't it? Look at that. They, the last game they played uh, was a two-all draw where they lost to Santola in the Intermediate Cup quarter-final. Um, yep. They've had one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, four of their last six games given to them. So they've hardly played any football. No. Um, which makes this really tough to predict, yep. actually. Uh, goal coaching, obviously, one place below them. This is their last game of the season. Yeah. Uh, just to help us out, Russell is back in goal coaching to win 2-1. Uh, it's tough, isn't it? They're going, from mm. a, they're going from a very cold start, guys. And do we back goal coaching to go out with a bang? Or do we think, guys? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll let you have a bit of a chat so I can formulate a uh, an idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I expected more from goal coaching this season. I think their poor start, they lost their opening three or four games. Um, I, th- I think that was really their undoing this year. They do have a couple of good players, uh, very good players. Um, I mean, they're on their day, they're capable of a result. I just, uh, I don't know, I would have said that, I would have said the cold coaching win, but the, the, the full draw with Union has put a shadow of doubt in my mind. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a, I'm going to say a Kaizen win. 2 1 Kaizen. Okay, I'm going to back Kaizen as well, I think, but I'm going to go 3 2 to Kaizen. Yeah. 3 2 Kaizen. Okay. That'll be a real good game, that one. Uh, okay. Seeing Division 2 out, obviously, uh, still uh, promotion and uh, titles to be won there. Dynamo Dappers, top of the Division 39. They finished their season uh, with 16 games played. Uh, Albo, one point behind them on 15. Uh, they need two points to win the league, although their goal difference is far superior. So just the one point for Albo will do from their final game of the season. I uh, don't know when that one is. Uh, South Sea Wanderers are five points behind um, Albo, uh, six behind um, Dynamo Duppers. So Dynamo Duppers, the worst um, they can finish is runners-up. What a fantastic the, season for them. I mean, all the talk this season, and and, 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 and I've been guilty of it as well, was, was of Albo and South Sea Wanderers, and who's gonna, who's gonna, um, who's gonna come out on top? And I think, I think Dynamo Duppers have sort of slipped under the radar. The whole, the whole one loss, through. one loss. That's a fantastic season for Emerson and the boys. And, and, and I've not, I don't think I've spoken much about them at all this season, uh, and 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 I'll apologise for that because they've had a fantastic season, and they didn't even win. They didn't win Division Three last year. South Sea Wanderers was, was the Division Three winners last year, um, and so you know to, to step up as runners up and, and to, to have a season they've had, it's been fantastic. Um, they can be re- they can be really proud of themselves, and I, and I think they'll do well in in Division One next year as well. I think they've got a bit of as you say, I think we have to apologise to Emirates. They sort of managed to get through to finish runners-up in this table, in this division, completely under under the radar. We was all waiting for the South Sea Wanderers and Albo um, dominance almost, but uh, for them just for Albo to potentially just win the league uh, on goal difference or by two points just shows what a good outfit Dynamo Duppers were this season. And apologies, yep. boys, that's our mistake and that's our slip up. I think, Roger. Yep, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I hold my hands up to that. Yeah, definitely. Right, the more the games, the other games, um, South Sea Wanderers taking on 
Addiscombe Casuals, as we just spoke, and South Sea Wanderers are third in Division Two. Um, 33 points from 15, two losses, uh, a plus 34 goal difference. Uh, that will be the second best goal difference in uh, the division. Their form over the last three games has been a win and two losses, uh, a win handed to them by Kaizen on the 20th of March. Uh, and a two wins, one against, uh, sorry, two losses were against Albo and um, were both against Albo. So um, Elbow definitely had South Sea Wanderers uh, cards this mark this season. See Hart, the top goal scorer for them, 20 in, in 14. Just, thir- just 13 of those were starts. So maybe, maybe uh, looks makes it look a little bit better, I guess. 14 in six starts for F Ward and eight in eight starts for uh, G Agathokli. Um, well done to all those boys. Um, they've had a good season being promoted again, South Sea yeah. Wanderers, Rog, but I think we perhaps set the, our expectations a little bit too high for them this year. We did, I think so, we did, yeah. Uh, they keep they kept saying, when they when we interviewed them before, they said, you know, it was sporadic at times, the players they had available for them, so maybe that's happened this year, who knows, yeah. but they have come up against a very good Dynamo Duffers, who, again, we haven't given credit to, and Albo, have taken the quarter municipal by storm this year. They have indeed. Yeah. They play South Sea Wanderers play Addiscombe Casuals. Uh, 19 points from 11 games this season. Uh, four losses of their 11 games. Probably uh, one too many for the boys, sadly, after destroying uh, Spartans. Uh, 7-2 the week. The next very the very next week, they lost 2-0 to them, which means Spartans were the title uh, winners. Uh, but Addiscombe Casuals have had a good season. Uh, a, cup, a cup semi-final. Two cup semi-finals, yep. Two cup semi-finals and a third place finish in the league. Not too shabby at all. Fantastic season for them. Uh, yep, that's them done and dusted. So they can't go up or, or down in any positions. Okay. Uh, their their goal scorers twelve plus twelve goal difference this season. Their last three games. Tough reading for tough reading for anyone involved with the Addiscombe Casuals. Uh, they lost 2-0 to Spartans in their last very last game. The game before that uh, was a 7-2 drubbing of the boys and a 3-0 drubbing uh, of Spartans. So they, they destroyed them for two games and then Spartans did it when it mattered uh, yep. for the league title at least um, and won 2-0. Uh, the Addiscombe Casuals top goal scorers, uh, 16 goals in 17 games is pretty decent when you're playing your football at the very top level of your yep. league. Jay Sims doing the business. Kieran Rufus, um, 12 goals in 13 games. Uh, Jay Robinson, 10 in 18. Very, not bad at all no. um, for the Addiscombe Casuals boys. This is going to be a tough game for both teams, Rog. Yeah, I think um, so. But Addiscombe Casuals have to be the favourites on paper. Yeah, I think so. Um, I, th- I think they go in as heavily favourites. Uh, I think South Sea Wanderers will know that. I do feel that. I do feel that their defeat last week, Casuals' defeat last week, may 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 sort of play on the back of their mind a bit. Mm. Um, so I, I don't think. I don't think. I can't see Casuals running away with it. Um, I, th- I think it'll be close. I think South Sea Wanderers will will put up a good fight. Um, but I do think Casuals will 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 sneak through. Oh, I'm going to say they've been free scoring of late like, casuals. Um, I'm going to say casuals win. I'm going to say 4-2 to Addison Casuals. Russell has gone 4-2 to casuals as well. Oh, 
<laughs> uh, do you want to change your result, your no, prediction on the back I'll, of that? I'll change my mind and, and it ends up 4 2. I'll be kicking myself. So now I'll stick with it. Okay. Uh, both Roger and Russell going 4 2 to casuals. Uh, that means I might as well go four two to the casuals then, yeah. just to keep it to keep it uninteresting. Um, the next game, uh, good luck to Southsea and Addiscombe Casuals. Um, this cup really um, that's the premier that's the premier cup in uh, the Quarter yeah. Municipal. This is the big cup that everyone uh, will want to will want to win. Uh, Addiscombe yeah. Casuals adding a cup potentially to their uh, their. It's been a successful season overall. They'll be they'll be looking to add that cut, and South Sea Wanderers will be looking to upset um, their opposition in the Senior Cup. This is the third game. PSG take on Croydon JFC. Uh, Croydon JFC Cup specialist this season, doing really yeah. well, getting to um, the Surrey um, Cup final. Um, yeah. PSG only have cups left to play. They will finish runners up in the um, the Prem Division. Let's go through. The, uh, the stats on this one, 24 points from 12 games, bang on uh, two points per game average for PSG. This goes down as a good season with a plus 20 goal difference. Um, will most likely be the best goal difference in um, the division. So that's a success story, at least for PSG uh, in terms of that. Uh, their last three games have all been wins. In fact, their last five games have all been wins. Uh, they won 8 nil. Uh, this weekend against FC 25, the game before that, they beat Bosjam 4-1 in the Invitational. Uh, they beat Woodside 4-0 in the Invitational prelim round. Uh, before that, it was a win in the Senior Cup quarterfinal against Sanderson JFC. Uh, and they went through on penalties against London Warriors, which seemed to have stirred something with PSG. Roger, yep. after a few sort of bad results for them, uh, yep. they, they lost to Bosjam and Spartans. They got past London Warriors on penalties maybe that gave them a little bit of belief that resolve and that coming together um, has proven um, a good uh, result for them because they've gone on this brilliant run since then four winning streak, four game winning streak into two cup semi-finals. Um, Croydon JFC have been um, stop start this season, but let's look at their, um, let's look at their stats after the goal scorers for PSG nine in nine, uh, nine in eight start, should I say for H Morton for PSG. Uh, Quidden JFC season, uh, they can't finish above where they are. They are fifth in the in the division. A poor season in the league, um, given given the expectations from and their performances from last season. Fifteen points in eleven games, minus ten goal difference. Um, points to in very indifferent performances in the league compared to their cup exploits. Rog, can we explain yeah. any of that? No, <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> You know, we at the start of the season, um, I think I, I, I had them down as one of the favourites to challenge to challenge Spartans for the title, and they've just not. They've just they've just been rubbish in the league, haven't they? Um, you know, it's fair to say, yeah. On the flip side of it, their cup form has been fantastic. Um, Getting to a county cup final is is not whatever whichever section of a county cup you're in is not easy. Um, and, I th- and I think they won their semi final. They did win the semi final six one. So. You know they've they've got it they've got it about them they they've got it in within them to to get results to so just for whatever reason can't can't be bothered to do it in the league um, which is a shame which is a shame really um, but yeah Sunday's game looks like a real cracker doesn't it it's going to be a blinder and according to FC's form uh, they've had a few games awarded to them so please bear with me while I work it out but their last six games have all been wins 
Uh, that goes back to an again uh, two games awarded to them by Sandersted, uh, one by Ch- one by Chelsham, uh, and uh, that's it, I think. But the the Surrey uh, Intermediate Cup semi final win against ECS Classic was the one I did, and they were a tremendous force going forward. Um, some of the results, I can only imagine that they can. It's easier for them to get players out for um, county the county cup games. That like what I saw on the day was fantastic. They've beaten Bosjam in the league recently uh, and they've lost to Bosjam in the league recently as well as losing 5-2 to Addiscombe Casuals in the league. So really, all of their best performances this season appear to have come uh, in the Cups. Uh, Mensa is their top scorer. S Mensa, six, ga- six goals in five games. I'm really looking forward to this one. Luckily, yeah. luckily I'm on the line. Uh, so I'll be able to get a good view of this game. Hopefully, I'll... I'll don't know if I'll be bench side or or yep. or not. I hope if I'm on the other side to the benches, I'll be able to enjoy myself a little yeah. bit more. Um, well, there's a lot on this game. The senior cup uh, yep. is the second cup in the uh, in the in the quarter municipal, but it's just as important to the teams that are playing in it. They they the, the, the chance of a cup final day out um, at AFC Croydon. I think the final for this one's going to be played on the 15th of May in the afternoon. Yep. Um, Teams don't want to lose these these cup semi finals once they're there, do they? I don't think because I, I think it's it's you'd more of a losing the final in the in the final because at least you get something from it. When you if, when you're losing the semi final, that's it. There's nothing. There's no there's no handshake. There's no well done. It's pack your bags and go home. So you know no one wants to lose at the semi final stage. Okay. Definitely not. Um, yeah, I, I mean I'm, I'm struggling to pick a winner of this game. This game, I really am. Uh, looking back, these two haven't played each other since November in the league. Um, no. at, end of October, should I say. 24th of October was the last time they played. That was a 3-2 win to, uh, to PSG away. Yeah. Uh, and at home, the first day of the season, or their first game of the season, PSG won 3-0. But I don't think we can look at that and even consider no. that. That was such a long time ago. Um, Russell is back in Quirin JFC to win 4-3, uh, yeah. which is interesting. Because uh, Croydon, Croydon JFC in the cup, you can't. I mean, reading out those um, those league tables, it's, it's pointless. They, they they just don't turn up in the league. But they've they've fa- they've found all their performances in the cup, so that's what's yep. intriguing me. Mm-hmm. Being on the line, um, perhaps I shouldn't be so. I think Croydon JFC in the cup are going to be um, a different proposition. I can see a, a Quirden JFC win. I think it's going to be tight. Uh, I think 3-2 to mm-hmm. Quirden JFC for me. Yeah. Oh, God, I, I, I'm struggling to call this one. Oh, it's, like, it's like you said. Um... My, my only my only view, and, and I'll caveat that because I think it's important. The only time that I've seen PSG this season was against an understrength uh, Sandersted yeah. team and they absolutely battered them and they yeah. only had 10 they only had nine or ten men for most of the game. Um, so my opinion on the pitch of PSG is is massively different to um, the the stats and figures that we get to see on the pitch. I yep. thought um, that they could have beat Sanderson by fifteen or twenty on the day, um, mm-hmm. and they didn't. But you know, whatever. It was a terrible pitch at Colony Hall that day. Um, so my opinion of them of PSG and. Quirden JFC. I've seen Quirden JFC play in a massive County Cup game where they absolutely strolled. Uh, they went forward with with pace and absolutely battered 
um, ECS on the day. He went on one account, uh, one of their uh, league cups um, shortly after in the Leverhead and District. Um, right. So it's tough. This is tough for me. I, but yeah, I, I'm going. That's why I'm going three two with Quirden, just because I've seen how extraordinary they were uh, going yeah. forward. Uh, struggling to pick a winner. Um... Are you going to pay tribute to the man himself? Pardon? Are you going to pay tribute to the great man himself? I'm, 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 I could see this game going all the way, if I'm honest. I could see it go reaching. I could see it reaching penalty shootouts. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't split them. I think. I think. I think both teams are going to be very, very much up for this game. Um, I, I know that PSG on their day are very good. They've got some. They've got some. I've got goal scorers all around the pitch. Um, but then JFC's cup form has been exceptional this season. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a draw. I'm going to say in 90 minutes, I'm going to say three three. Three or what a game! Three, three or ninety minutes could easily be that PSG averaging over three goals a game in their league campaign, uh, and Quid and JFC in the cup score for fun. Yeah, um, what a good game this is going to be. As I say, really looking forward to taking part. In this yep. game, as a as an assistant, sometimes uh, as the ref, you don't really get to enjoy um, the game and the way the the movement of the players and the passing. And when you, when you're on the line, sometimes although um, you're doing more than one job, um, it's, it's it's you get to watch a little bit more of the game. So I'll be really looking forward to this. I'm working with Scott Orchard, who um, I believe is the top. He's a top boy in the middle. Uh, in the of of the referees in the quarter municipal, so looking to work in with Scott for the first time. Uh, the last one of our predictions is Sandersted JFC taking on Santola. Um, Sandersted JFC, their their season, they're in Div One. Uh, they're currently second in the table uh, with twenty seven points from thirteen. It's been a good season for Sandersted JFC so far. Um, one more game to play in the league for them. Uh, they've just lost two of their 13 games and they have a plus 12 goal difference. Not set the world alight going forward, Rog, but um, looking at those numbers, really only Woodside have scored a decent amount of goals this season. Everyone else, including MMFC, and I'm sure they won't mind me saying this, they've only scored average two goals a game, which doesn't yeah. really, it's not a massive amount of um, goals. You usually see uh, huge amounts in, in Sunday football, yeah. uh, but that, that hasn't happened in uh, the Quirdham uh, Municipal for whatever reason. Uh, Sanders did form over their last three games, uh, three wins from three games. Uh, they beat Addington United this week. Russell um, saying they were lucky to get through. He was pleased to get through the game. Uh, yeah. They beat Saha 11 in Division 1 uh, the week before that, 4-2. Uh, yep. And they had, a, they had a game awarded to them uh, from South London Royals, sadly, in mm -hmm. the Invitational Cup in the, last, in the round before last. Um, so they've had they've had South London Wolves and Addington on this in this cup on yeah. their way. Um, their top goal scorer, D Simpson, has fourteen in fourteen starts. Well done to you. Uh, seven in twelve for R Simpson. I don't know if that's a relation. Uh, and D Roden has five in six. Well done to all you boys. They play Santola, as we say, uh, in Div Three, a new team to Division Three. Uh, yep. so, and they've done themselves absolute. Um, they've done themselves proud this year. Fourth place in Division Three in a very, very, very competitive um, division. Just finishing fourth, just behind uh, South London Royals reserves 
it will be by six, three or six points undecided yet because South London Moors haven't played. They've got one more game to play. Santola's season, um, three losses from their 18 games. Any other season, watch that that will probably win a title. Um, They've been really good. 72 goals scored, second highest goal scorers in Division 3, but 40 conceded. Uh, puts them um, as fourth um, fourth tightest defence, which is probably you win and lose games on your defence, uh, plus 32 goal difference for Santola. Uh, their last three, um, they've all been wins. They've beaten, sorry, Park Rangers in the last round of the quarterfinal, uh, the last, the quarterfinal, sorry, of the uh, Intermediate Cup, in- Invitational Side Cup. I'm absolutely cocking this up. Invitational <laughs> Cup Side B. There we go. We got there in the end. Uh, in the in the intermediate cup quarterfinal, um, they drew with Kaizen from the league above and won on penalties. And in the invitational cup round one, they beat KFC six one. And I don't think that after that result, KFC have even bothered to play much more football after that this season. Uh, uh, Jay De Silva Frere has nineteen goals in eight starts. Rog, what a player he must be! Fantastic return, isn't it? Uh, Jay Pereira has 12 in 13 starts uh, and another Jay Pereira has 11 in 11. Uh, T. Malro has 9 in 13. Uh, this is going to be, these are going to be a real handful for Sinus to JFC uh, so. on, on Sunday. This is really, this is really uh, interesting and we could have a bit of an upset here if Sinus did JFC turn up um, and uh, don't don't get at him straight away. Um, Russell, let's get Russell's prediction out of the way. He's gone 2-0. He's backing the boys 2-0. Uh, yep. He always does. He's proud to uh, back his own team. Rog, do you think it's going to be that that clean cut? Uh, no, not no, not clean cut. I, I, I think Sander said we'll get the win because Russell's manufactured this draw. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I tell you what, if if he has manufactured it and he doesn't get through this game, um he's got a, he's going to have a lot to uh to answer to all of the uh Quad Municipal community. Uh, he's going to get a bit of stick, isn't he? Yeah, he will. Of course he will. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, and I'm sure Russell will take it on the chin like he always does. Yeah. Um, no, I I can I, I think Sanders and JFC will win, but I, I do think Santana will make a go make a game of it. Um, from what I've seen, they've got some good players. Um, they're athletic. Um, they're, they're quite strong as well. Um, I think on their day, they 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 can they can they can put challenge. Uh, they can challenge JFC and and possibly sneak a win. But I just think I just think that Sam said on Sunday we'll have too much for J, uh, for Santana. So I'm going to say I'm surprised uh, Russell's gone two 0 Looking at the table. We can see that Santola score goals, and generally, it doesn't matter what level you play at. You score if you've got that many goals in you, you're going to get one. So, can you? Do you think? Are you predicting a clean sheet for Sanstead? No, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't, I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet. I, I think Santola will score. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Santola take an early lead as well because they, they they really, especially when they played us, they they came out of the blocks flying and they and they they started on the front foot um, and tried. And, and I think I think I think that was their downfall where they they went. Too hard, too too early, uh, yep. and then they they just they just sort of ran out of gas at the end. And I think they may do the same to, to, to JFC. I think I think they'll I think they might take the lead, and then sort of the, the last sort of half an hour of the game they'll sort of sort of tail off. So I think it will be uh, I'm going to say three two to Sanderson. 
three two Sandersted. Yeah. Uh Russell with a two nil Sandersted prediction. I'm gonna go four two to Sandersted. Yep. I don't know why. I would have I'd have gone three two, but I'm gonna mix it up and go I'll go four two. I think um, I can see Santola starting really well. I'm refereeing this game, by the way, so um, this is real a real good one for me. After the PSG game, I get yeah. to stay at Coney Hall and with the same team, which is really, really nice. And thanks, Russell, for doing that. We can have some real good uh, camaraderie between us three refs on Sunday at Coney Hall. Uh, Scott's going to go from the middle of the PSG game to the line for me uh, and uh, A. Henry. I don't know uh, A. Henry. I don't know the yeah. first... That first Andrew, name, Andrew nice. Henry. Yep, nice guy. Uh, he's going to be assistant for both of us on the day. So, uh, really looking forward to a, a real good day. Two cup semi finals as well. So, thank you, Russell, um, for that appointment for me. Um, it's going to be a real good one. I can see um, Santola starting early, starting quick, but um, we know Sarnestead JFC have got some uh, experienced heads in their team these yep. days. And I think that will get them over the line in the end. 4 2, uh, my prediction. Uh, before we go, Rog, you have got that double banker, as I say, against against London Warriors. Hopefully it yep. gets played and hopefully you get the six points. Because yep. if you do have two games now awarded to you, that will yeah, will officially make you the, the team to benefit from um, games being given to you, more games given to you than anyone <laughs> else in the whole league. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Obviously. Andrew, I'll take any point I can get as as cheap as it as cheap as it comes. I'll, I'll take them all. Um, yeah, like like I said a few times, our, our league form this year has been appalling. Um, we've 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 been we've not we've not set out to what we what we've not we've not achieved what we set out to achieve. Um, you know, we've the squad had a big overhaul in the summer, and, and it's just it's just just not clicked for us this year, unfortunately. Um, I think the, the cup semi-finals have been our saving grace. Um, um, yeah, we just we just we just want to finish the season on a high. Finish finish it with, with as many many points as possible, um, and, and enjoy enjoy what's enjoy what's left of this season. You do have um, four more league games to go. Yeah. Um, two this weekend that puts you onto twenty-one points potentially, which is third. Uh, yeah, and then. I guess the two games left over. Who else have you got left to play in the league? Do you know off the top of your head? Or yeah, I know we've purple? got Cobbs and MMFC to play. Cobbs and MMFC. MMFC haven't played uh, since uh, since Christmas. It seems they haven't played much football, very very much football at all. <laughs> um, so a real good game at the end of the um, season. Hopefully, uh, you'd have secured second place by then by beating Cobbs <laughs> and winning twice against London Warriors. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, that 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 would be that would be nice. And then what's that? What does that? Hang on. If we get them three six nine points, that puts us on to twenty four. Yeah. So the most we can finish on is twenty seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But your goal difference. Hopefully, your goal difference will. You ain't gonna. You're probably not gonna turn around twenty goals the way you've been scoring this season. <laughs> no. One no. <laughs> <laughs> nil wins, mate. That'll do ya. Exactly, yeah. Win to win. Rog, I'll speak to you next week. Hopefully we've got some uh, cup finalists to talk about. Well, we will have some cup finalists to talk about and some exciting games uh, for the following week. Have a good week and I'll I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, take care, Andrew. So now for the Westfer fixtures, uh, the Westfer prediction, should I say, uh, for Sunday the 10th of April 
Uh, Mark Dolby, you're going to have a go at me, but one of the games changed after we uh, predicted it. I didn't have time to uh, get your opinion, but you're winning so far ahead of me and Gibbs that um, I'm just going to uh, flip your result that you guessed before. Sorry about that, but, you know, we've got to try and win Gibbs, haven't we? Well, we've got to do whatever we can. What game did you change? Uh, we had the uh, Fleet, Fleetwood Mac was supposed to be playing the Peoples, but it's been changed to the Peoples against Intercross. So we're going to go for that one in League 7. Okay. Uh, so the game's predicted this week. The first one in the Cup, under the radar, taking on Borden Sports A. Semi-final. The semi-final uh, in the Cup. Uh, UTR, top of their division in the Prem. 21 from 7. Uh, 3 out of 3. Sam Bailey, top goal scorer. 23 goals in 21 games. Uh, every time we mention UTR, I think it's going to say that. Borden Sports A, their second, with 16 points from 7 games. 5 dropped uh, in the division for a Borden Sports A, any other team, and that's a good, any other year, and that's probably a good season. Yeah, it's uh, funny enough to keep you top. <laughs> yeah, uh, UTR doing the business this year. Uh, they're three out of three. Three out of three, form wise. Two, uh, Grant Cunningham, their top man, 17 in 17. Not bad uh, for the older legs and heads of um, Borden Sports A. Yep. Um, Gibbs, what do you reckon? I am going to go 2 2 and Borden to win on penalties. So two all the Justice, Justice for Borden. Justice for Borden and the, <laughs> the AC12. Um, Mark has backed his brother's team to win 4-3. So that's what the score will be. Oh, fair play. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, yeah. He's, he's back. I mean, I'm going to back, back Borden Sports A to do it in full time 2-1. Defensive masterclass coming up from um, the old heads. Thing. Uh, good luck, boys. Um we need uh, that'll be a good game uh, in the next game League 7 as I say a change from the original um, the original posted game uh, Fleet Down versus the Peoples was forecasted last night and it's changed uh, in the last 24 hours um, now it's the Peoples against Intercross uh, form wise uh, the Peoples are second in Div 7 they have 34 points from 14 games uh, two out of three of their last games have been wins. They lost this weekend heavily uh, to higher placed opposition, to be fair, in Granite. Uh, Jack Gemmell is their top goal scorer, 19 in 19. He's having a good old year. Inter Very good return. Intercross uh, are eighth in League 7. Uh, they have two out of three of their last three are wins. Two out of three are wins. Uh, and Chris Lee, um, son of Kenley. Um, has nine goals in six games. Uh, Gibbs, I'm going. Mark guessed that the Peoples would beat Fleet down four two, so I'm going to stick with that prediction for him. Yeah, for this one. Okay. The Peoples to win four uh, two from Mark. What? I'm going to back the Peoples. Let me do mine first, please. Yeah, you, you, can't accuse, you can't accuse me of copying you then. All right, I'll tell Jamie now. That's mine. So he knows what I was going to say. I'm backing the Peoples to win 5-2. <laughs> no, I'm going to back the Peoples to win. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 three, three, to the Peoples this week. All right. I'm going to say 5-0. 5-0? 5 nil to the Peoples. Okay. A big win predicted. Uh, a strong season for the Peoples this year in the best division in Westford. 
The Silk Grassroots Podcast Network, Division 7. Jace, please call it the Silk Grassroots Podcast. <laughs> the, the Silk Grassroots Division 7 next year. Uh, the next one is in League One. Much improved and having a great season, Crayford Athletic. Um, they got through on in the cup against UTR in the end on a technicality, didn't they? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. So they go through to play Bayswater in the semi-final. Uh, so a good season for Crayford Athletic. Probably they're easily their best, should I say, since moving over from the OBDSFL. This season they find themselves third in League One. Uh, they play Metro Massive. They have uh, Crayford have 17 points from eight games. Their run of form is three in three. Uh, and Dan Corbett is their top man with six goals in three games. Um, clearly a good signing uh, on his day. Uh, Metro Massive are fifth. Uh, they have 10 points from 11 games. Just the one win in their last three games. Uh, Ryan Singh is their top man with 10 in five games. Uh, Mark Dolby has backed uh, Crayford to win 4-2. Uh, Mark loves a 4-2 this week. He's 4-3 of his predictions has been 4-2. Uh, Crayford, as I say, gives having a good season this year. Um, yeah. In Div 1, they need these wins to compete with um, Red Velvet and who else? Are Elton Rovers. Elton Rovers um, and someone else. Elton Lions, no, not Elton Lions. Crayford Arrows, Crayford Derby. Um, it's a big game for Crayford. I'm going to back them to win. Metro Massive haven't set the world alight this year, but I must say congratulations to Metro Massive for getting, um, it looks like they're going to see the season out, which is a massive uh, a massive um, progression for them from their first season, which fizzled out pretty quickly, didn't it? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well Take the positives and go again. Crayford to win 3-1 for me <sighs> against Metro Massive. You snake. It was my turn first this time. Oh, you go first then. 3-1. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. I'm going to say 4-1. 4-1 to Crayford. Big win uh, expected by Gibbs. Uh, the last one is in the cup. Which cup is this one? The Fred Jolly. Fred Jolly semi-final. Fred Jolly semi-final. A final at stake. Uh, Granite from the senior division. Third currently. 15 points from nine games. Not an amazing return. Uh, but don't forget, they were promoted. They jumped. They double jumped as well, didn't they? Yeah, I believe they jumped. I'm they not sure double, but two. I believe they jumped. They yeah. won Div 2, I'm sure, the year before last. Uh, three out of three wins for them. Timmy Asibodu. Ten, nine goals in 10 games again Granite have been in some big games lately and featured quite a bit Peckham Rye first in their division in Div 5 the third best division in Westford three wins from three surprise surprise Tony Rawlins 25 goals in 20 games for the, for, for Peckham Rye then it drops off quite a bit um, heavily reliant on uh, Tony Rawlins oh most definitely not most definitely not <laughs> uh, Gibbs are you going to approach this one exactly the same as you did against Rising Talents, I imagine? Yeah, I'm sure it's a game that, um, obviously, they're five divisions above, so I'm sure it's a game where we'll be, we probably won't see a lot of the ball again. We'll be having to work hard and uh, keep our shape off the ball and um, take our chances when we get them. We know we've got goals in us. Um, they're a good side. Obviously, they've kept a clean sheet this week against a team that scored goals. So we're under no illusions that it's going to be um, a tough game. But um, I back us to win 2-1. 2-1 to Peckham Rye. Uh, Mark Dolby back in Granite to win 4-2. That's all right. Uh, I'm going to back. Don't don't go over your head. Go over your heart. Go with I'm what you want. If you back, if you back again, if you back Granite, that's fine. Like, I won't. I won't. I won't feel. Why are you going? So, why are you talking so fast then? I won't feel um, aggrieved or anything because we're the underdogs. So I understand. 
I think it's going to be a, this is a, this is penalties, isn't it? This is ex, no extra time in these cups, is there? No penalties. This is another penalty job for me. I'm going to go, but I'm going to go three all. I'm going big scores in this one. Oof. Three all at the end of ninety minutes. Rawlins hat trick. <laughs> um, Peckham right to win on pens, make it through to the final. That's what I think. Well, it'd be amazing if we do. <laughs> I'll take anything to get through, but um, it's going to be a tough game. We're under no illusion, so um, we look forward to it. Toughest game this season so far, Gibbs. Easily. Uh, Wait, some, is it? Yeah, where is it? It's. Uh, I think we haven't got the details yet, but I think it's at Elton Town. So I mean, weather permit, weather permitting, it might be. Um, the game might not be on us. We're into a lot of rain. Give this me week. some pom poms and I'll come to you. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the pick picking the games from West for this week. Uh, Baltarks, Mildeen looks interesting. Northern Eagles against New Cross Rovers. Two teams looking to get back to winning ways and and get themselves amongst the uh, promotion places in the senior division. Uh, the Bandits take on Red Velvet Cup winning Red uh, Red Velvet. Can they now get the Division 1 title over the line after getting their first cup yesterday? Good game. Uh, Elton Lions against Crocodile. Uh, double banker. Is that a double banker? Yeah. Two teams will be desperate to get wins and keep their Division 2 hopes um, alive. Um, Borden Sports play Petswood again uh, after a Desmond this week. Uh, more um, reports from Jimmy Horney um, this uh, next week hopefully uh, that'll be a good one Kingsford play Bexley Heath in a good game uh, Beacons it doesn't get any easier for them Gibbs they take on Barker wow. uh, Springfield United Reserves take on Inter Belvedere um, it's really getting tasty at the top I think Danson against South London is a double banker um, yeah, it is. I think if they lost both and we win our next game I think we win the league okay been the longest fucking league title win coming uh, ever uh, the ballers the South ballers will uh, travel to Bexley Knights um, that could be a massacre you'd expect them to have three on the bounce now South ballers off in that game yeah ballers in good form in the second best division in Westfer uh, Peckham A play their last game of the season against Lewisham Tamils nothing less than three points there has to be Jamera play uh, Highfield Rovers uh, in division six the Foresters uh, take on Alpington Athletic which should be a home win uh, in my book. Uh, in the best division in West Villas Cabras against Bexley Village Vets. Uh, Elton Palace played JJ United. Poor old JJ. Uh, Greenwich Challenge Vets look to continue their winning ways in Division 8 against Jamera Reserves. Royal Oak will need a win um, against the Bosco. Uh, Spring Hill United Blues against Les Lesser FXI is a big game in Div 8. Um, Lesser have fallen off badly Gibbs. Mm -hmm. uh, Spring Hill United Blues looking to capitalise that on a, against the title rival because they're, um, they're rivals in the in the Div 8 um, race. Elton Lions youth look like they've got a winning, a, a, a winnable game against the Battle Cruisers. Yeah, definitely. Um, another game there, I know it's um, uh, Plumster Challenge Cup, uh, Golden Eagles from the Met League against uh, Metro Gas. That'll be a great game. That's another good challenge, a Prem team from the Met, uh, from the Met League taking on Metro Gas. They've seen off uh, quite a few Prem teams this season, Metro Gas. Uh, so a challenge against a pretty much unknown team from the Met League uh, will be interesting. Adidas Athletic in another cup game taking on the shots. Come on the shots. Uh, Burridge Blues take on Rising Talents in the Wind Jones Memorial. That's the final. That's the 10, final. 10.30 VCD. Get Good down luck. and support. Good luck to both teams. Burridge Blues um, hope hope they've got all their the boys played enough It'll be a really good game on the big, big pitch. It'll be a really good game. It will be a good game. And Forza uh, take on uh, Falconwood Reserves I'm guessing that's another final 
and then wear a memorial at VCD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good luck to Forza. All the down to few of the down to playboys are involved with um, Forza, so unashamedly supporting them. Uh, but the Falconwood reserves, lads, they you've earned your day as well. Um, the finals are for winning, not for taking part. So uh, make sure you get that W, boys. Gibbs, thanks for your time tonight, and I'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. Have a good one. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to Jamie, Graham, Roger and Gibbs. Uh, No guests this week, sadly. That was my fault and apologise to uh, the DC football guys for cancelling at the last minute. Um, Family stuff came up and I couldn't do the interview uh, in a quiet house. So apologies uh, for that, guys. Um, Thank you to our sponsors, Magpie Recruitment, Balden Sports, uh, Sports King, Skipper, Grassroots Football, GRF, uh, NJPGD, Graphic Design. Thank you to our charity sponsors, um, NJPGD, Player Packs, uh, Black Eagle Athlete and Arithmetic Accountants. Uh, Thank you to our longest standing uh, sponsor, Down to Play app. Uh, If you don't use it already, download it from the Apple Store or Google Play. Uh, And thank you to our end of season um, teams of the year trophies uh, awards FC get onto them uh, for your end of season um, awards um, brilliant stuff uh, different from your traditional uh, trophies um, so um, stand out and they're really modern and, and good in my opinion um, I really like them next week um, our uh, guest are Poplar Rovers AFC Poplar Rovers from the Southern Sunday uh, by the time at this their next week's podcast goes out. They may have already uh, confirmed, be confirmed as league champions after their win. Um, that will happen potentially on the Sunday. Uh, we recorded um, on the Thursday before the Sunday games, generally with the guests. Um, so maybe that will happen. Looking forward to speaking to the guys after a successful season. Um, and as, uh, before I go, I'd just like to thank all of the predictors who help us predict. We missed Dan this week. Um, on the predictions. Hopefully he'll be back next week for the Southern Sunday. Thank you to all the guys, Mark, um, Mark, Russell, John, Hugo, uh, for your input uh, on the uh, podcast, on the predictions this week. And Dan, we hope to have you back next week. Uh, Guys, I wish you all the very best. It's the business end of the season. Now go get the W's. That's all that matters. I'll speak to you next week. See you later. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.